0: Hey, good morning. Welcome to the Cone Phone. I'm Grant Cone. It's been a few days since I've been streaming. I'm getting my kitchen renovated. The kitchen is right above me, and the renovation is very loud, so I'm not streaming anymore during the day, uh, which kind of puts a damper on my business. But at the same time, training camp starts this week, so I can't stream during the day anyway, so it works out. So I'll be streaming on the weekends and at night now, and next week I'll be streaming after practices and interviews and stuff, so that'll be interesting. Call in show today, the link is in the description, the link's in the chat box if you want to call in and tell me what you think about things or ask me a question. Never really get questions. People call in, hey Grant, how you doing? Good. I got three things I want to say. All right, man, you got four minutes to say them, but it usually takes eight minutes. Anyway, I got things I want to say first since probably this is my only opportunity to talk on this show. So let's start with the clip that was going around Twitter yesterday. This came from the owners' meetings. I was there. It was like three months ago, so it's not breaking news, but for whatever reason it struck a chord with Niner fans, and it was talked about, written about. Kyle Shanahan interviewed by uh, Steve Weish of NFL Network, and he was basically laying out the quarterback situation, and it's refreshing to hear because we don't hear Kyle talk very much. I don't think he talks off the record, and a lot of insiders all offseason have been speculating. It's going to be Sam Donald week one. It's going to be yada, yada. They hate Trey. They love like we've heard all this speculation from people who we assume have sources, but it's all speculation. And when it comes from Kyle, it's real. And I think what Kyle's attitude is. It doesn't matter which quarterback is going to be, the, the is going to play for this team. I think that's his attitude. It really doesn't matter. They're all going to play well until they get hurt. I think that's Kyle's mentality. None of them are going to stay healthy. They're all going to play well. They're not going to win and lose games based on their quarterback. They have a great roster. I think he feels that Trey Lance would have played well last year, eventually, had he not gotten injured. I think he feels that Sam Donald would play very well in this team right now. And I think he feels that Brock Purdy's proven it. So I don't think he thinks it's a problem at all. I think he's realistic about the fact that his offensive line isn't really there to protect the quarterback. He doesn't really put much of an emphasis on that as a play caller. And his quarterbacks get hurt. That's just a reality of it. So rather than beef up the offensive line, he had a chance to do that. He didn't want to do that. He actually actually let it get worse on paper. He just got more quarterbacks. I think he's very self-aware. He's like, look, I didn't like Jimmy Garoppolo as a quarterback at all. Jimmy had a lot of success with me. His numbers were good. We won a lot of games. And I ran him out of town. So... I don't have to love the quarterback to, to be able to win with him and, and get good numbers out of him. I can win with Brock Purdy. Does that mean he's a, he's a franchise quarterback? Not necessarily. Brock Purdy could start week one. Does that mean he's going to be starting week 10? Not necessarily. Because I'm not going to protect him. Can he protect himself? Ah, he did an okay job at that last year. Doesn't really matter. It's really, I think Kyle is realistic, pragmatic, and he's thinking it'll be the last man standing. Whoever starts week one probably won't be starting at the end. But you know what? It doesn't matter because I got three guys I feel confident enough. Confident enough in. That's all he needs. Three guys who can start in the NFL, and he feels like this team can elevate him. It's kind of strange. I mean, if you think about it, he's the exact opposite of Andy Reid. A lot of people compare him to Andy Reid, you know, because Andy Reid got close early on in his career to winning a Super Bowl but couldn't get over the hump. But Andy Reid's philosophy as an offensive genius is the opposite of Kyle's. Andy Reid's philosophy is give me a franchise quarterback. Not a game manager or point guard or a guy who can distribute or or dink and dunk. No. Give me a weapon, an MVP candidate, franchise quarterback, Donovan McNabb, Michael Vick. Alex Smith was the number one pick in the draft. And now Patrick Mahomes. Give me a real weapon at quarterback and give me one of the best offensive lines in the league. After that, Andy Reid's like, yeah, I mean, weapons are important, but he had seasons where he had very little weapons in Philly and Kansas City. Jeremy Macklin. I mean, he'll figure it out. He's a really good coach. He can draft people. Uh, he, he can get guys late in the draft who are explosive and fast. He found Isaiah Pacheco. He found Tyreek Hill late in the draft. Like, he can get guys. Kyle is over here like, I'm an, I, I'm a, an offensive genius, but I need to have Christian McCaffrey. I need to have the highest paid running back, the highest paid tight end, the highest paid wide receiver, the highest paid left tackle, like, Andy Reid's perspective, like, man, nah, I just need the quarterback in the offensive line. Kyle's the exact opposite. I need the weapons. I need the defense. And the quarterback's interchangeable. So when we hear reports like the Niners love Brock or whatever, I don't think that's Kyle. I think that's the front office. I think mean, Kyle doesn't give a damn. That's my interpretation. One more topic and then I'll get to the calls. We got Luis, voice ad agency, and Papa Dragon. Man, it's been a minute. Good to see you guys. This is the, th- I think, the most interesting thing about the 49ers roster construction. Like, obviously, they don't necessarily put as much emphasis on the quarterback position as other teams, but they got three guys they like, and they have made some big investments in that position. They gave, they made Jimmy Garoppolo the highest paid player in the league at one point. They spent three years worth the first round picks on Trey Lance. They haven't gotten it right. They haven't nurtured these quarterbacks or scouted them correctly or whatever, but they're trying at right tackle. They've made like a conscious decision to just ignore the position as if it's, as if it's right guard or center. And I think what's interesting is that's a trend that the rest of the league isn't on board with. I found this yesterday uh, online on Twitter that the last 10 years, right tackle salaries have, on average, have increased by 209%. Quarterbacks, 150%. So no, no position has become more valuable over the last 10 years. Their value has exploded more than right tackle. And yet Kyle and the 49ers are looking at right tackle like it's still 1997. So let's let, let me let's explain why. What the Niners want their right tackle to do is be a run blocker. And they, they run outside zone to the right. When they run outside zone to the right, who's at the point of attack? The right tackle? No. The tight end. Can you visualize it? They're running outside zone to the right. You got Kittle out there. You got use check out there too. So the right tackle is important. But if you really think about it, like he's like a guard in that scheme. He's not it the success of that play getting the edge sealing the edge is really coming down to Kittle so he's a run blocker the right tackle but he's not even the most important run blocker on the outside zone play the tight end is so that's where they're at I mean they're never going to spend big bucks on that position they might draft him high but when it's time to give him a contract I mean they weren't in play for McGlinsey who I don't like but there's also Jawan Taylor really good right tackle you know who got him Kansas City the team that won the Super Bowl because they value the right tackle position. The Niners don't. The Niners thinking that we have these close formations or a run first team. The tight ends at the point of attack. Who gives a damn about the right tackle? Well, other teams give a damn about the right tackle because it's becoming more of an open formation league. Open close formation means where's the tight end? Is he attached or not? On the Niners, he's attached a lot. They're running outside zone. On the Chiefs, Travis Kelsey's in the slot. He's out, he's out wide, like he's detached. He's the go-to guy. And so if that's the case and you don't have a you know, a tight end and three-point stance next to the right tackle, helping him, or, or a fullback over there chipping to help him, that guy needs to be, like, essentially a left tackle. Same thing. And on a lot of teams, they have right tackles who are, like, left tackles. Juwan Taylor's like that. The Niners don't. Their, their right tackles are guys who are, like, can't really hand, uh, hold up and pass protection. They're run-blocking specialists. So the rest of the league has figured out you need, essentially, two bookend offensive tackles. Left tackle, you know, left tackle A and left tackle B, and the Niners like, nah, we don't need that. We don't need. We got George Kittle. Okay, that's one area where the the league has zigged, and the Niners haven't. They're like, we're sticking to the nineteen ninety seven blueprint here, and devaluing the right tackle position, while the rest of the league is like, no, 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 we need like a franchise player at right tackle, and we'll pay for it. I think not. Kyle needs to get with the times on that one, man. It's two thousand twenty three. Get a good right tackle. All right, let's get some. Calls up in this show. Voice ad agency, what's up? What's going on, Grant? How you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. How you doing?
1: Doing good. Can you hear me all right with the audio?
0: Your audio is better than usual today.
1: All right. Well, you see, I always like making a thing of calling you out. And my call out to you on this one is you calling me out on the last call. uh, All right. All right. All right. Hazy. All right. And then seeing me... uh, Having a hard day, seeing me just trying to get a beer before I jumped on and you saw me fumble it in the house and everything. So <laughs> <laughs> it's all good uh, until man. the shots are fired back, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, man. All right, man. What's on your head? What's on your mind today?
1: So um today I'm gonna double down on that. I think Trey Lance should be the starting QB week one. Let Brock Purdy kill and see what we have there. And if we need to switch to Brock Purdy, then let's uh, switch to him. And Honestly, that's what I would want to do if I were Brock.
0: I, I would want to do if I were, the way I see it is, this offensive line is worse than last year. I mean, there's a clear pattern of quarterbacks not saying healthy. You want to blame whoever you want to blame. It doesn't matter. Like, I want to be the last man standing. I want to be the last man standing on this team. I want to be playing in December and January, and I feel like the best way to do that is to not be playing in September and October. I mean, that's the way I look at it, being honest. I,
1: I feel you on that. And, you know, I. you've said that a few times and I've thought about that. But, you know, one thing that I don't think we consider a lot is what Trey Lance has been thrown into in his four starts and how resilient he is. Yep. yep. And I, I want to double down on that. So I want to go. I know we're going way back, but I want to go back to his very first start in Arizona uh, where they were going against Arizona. Really good defense at that time. Arizona was 4-0 and for him just to be thrust into that, but to be thrust into that without a key player. Yeah. And do you know who that key player that I'm talking about? Tell me. All right. So we obviously know George Kittle didn't play, correct?
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Was there another key player that Trey Lance did not have in that game? Can you Christian? Remember? Nope. Who? Robbie Gould. Oh, wow. That's true. They couldn't kick in that game. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. the reason why he had to go on so many fourth and whatever That's true. it was. Yeah. So, I mean, think about the adversity that mm-hmm. this young kid has played through. And he's still kept in the game against the undefeated Cardinals right then. If we go to his first I think start.
0: Th- this, is, this is one thing I want to say about Trey. I feel like last year was a little. Dis- like the first year, you could give, like, man, you broke your finger. That's not your fault. You were 21. Then they anointed him last year. And that first game in Chicago wasn't great. It wasn't all his fault, but it just didn't look that good. And, but, but hold on, you know, the next. On,
1: I, don't, I don't mean to interrupt you, but hold on, though. So before it started pouring down rain, he was eight. I know. He was an eight of 14. He was eight of
0: 14. No, no, no. I, I'm not saying it looked bad.
1: Okay. It
0: just didn't look that great. And I feel like he, like Kyle said, he was going to start too. rolling. He was going to start Bruce rolling, but it, it, just did, it, it just didn't feel like he was 100% super prepared like he could have been. And I, I keep going back to the Making It Rain video and the, the DMs I was getting to him in the offseason. I kind of feel like he, he wasn't quite ready for how they anointed him last year. And I think he's ready now is what I'm trying to say. He just got slapped in the face with so much adversity. Like, dude, it's over. It could be over for you. This is not your team, necessarily. You're not necessarily the franchise guy. What are you going to do about it? And this year, he's not posting on Twitter that much. He's going to all these independent uh, throwing guys. I think he grew up in a way that franchise quarterbacks got to throw up. Like It's not fair. You're 23. You got to be 40. Put Instagram down. All of that stuff. And I think he's like, okay, I got it. I'm betting on Trey. But I think last year, he was a, he was a, a small-town kid from, from North Dakota or wherever, 22 came out here, and, man, girls are loving him. And he's like, man, I can't get out of Instagram. What do I do? And now I think he's like, okay, I'm focused. I'm focused. I, 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 I can't prove it.
2: I just think he's early? so
0: much more focused this year, and I think it means something, man. It's tough enough to be a quarterback. You can't have any distractions. Any. It's tough enough. And I, I you, think he gets it. I do you think he gets
1: the team were handed to him too early as far as the anointment? And the, the reason why I asked that question I wouldn't
0: say that. that. I wouldn't say that. I don't know. I don't know that. I don't know. The the reason
1: why I asked that question is there is uh, a point that you were talking about his uh, demeanor in the locker room where it's like, it was Trey's locker room first. He was kind of very outgoing acting a lot different than his, he was trying to take ownership
0: of it. And the guys like him very much. But what you notice is that like Kittle's not taking part, like the older guys aren't necessarily fraternizing with him. It's more like the guys who are stationed around Trey or, and, and the guys who are young like him as well. Um, But again, I I, I guess I'm saying I think it's clear that there's a different Trey, a more grizzled, a more uh, grounded in reality. I think Trey came out here and was like, man, life is great. I just, you know, my dreams have come true. I was the third pick in the draft. They're going to give me this team. The team's great. I'm young. I got time. Like, nope. No, 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 no. It goes fast. And so you need to put your best foot forward right now. And I think he's been doing that all offseason. I don't think he did it last offseason. I don't think he did. I think he had to learn. I think Brock did. I think Brock had his head down. He didn't, uh, he wasn't promised anything. He was just grinding and hoping he'd get an opportunity. Now that's Trey's position. Now that's the position Trey's in. And I think it's going to bring the best out of him, man. I do. I think he understands like, this is the best opportunity I'm ever going to get on the 49ers. It's this close to getting taken away from me. I'm better than Brock. I'm going to show it. I think that's the best place for him to be.
1: Do you think the locker room is still split from what you've seen?
0: Jimmy's gone. I think they just want one guy to be good and healthy. I think that's all they want. If it's Sam Darnold, great. If it's Brock, great. If it's Trey, great. I don't think they care. I think there's a little trepidation in the locker room. Like, we don't have Jimmy anymore. What's going to happen? You know what I mean? Like, Jimmy's the safety net. At least we know with Jimmy, we're like 11 wins in the playoffs. And then when we don't make the Super Bowl, we can blame him. But, like, at least we feel good about ourselves.
1: I I feel the locker room is still a little bit split, and this is the reason why. It's just my opinion.
0: All right, then I, I got to take another call, but, but this is you. your last take. I tape. got you last all one. Right. All right, all right. So
1: yeah. if you look at the games with Trey, it seems like it was so much easier on Debo Samuel. A lot of long runs. He had that one mm-hmm. fumble in the red zone uh, against Chicago, but still a lot of long runs. Brenei Uke's game is easier, and then. Kittle, who was almost forgotten about, who you written off, we kind of started writing them off thinking he was too old. Explode. Mm-hmm. True, true, true. And then it's yeah. like, oh, this is the guy we've been missing. And Kittle's yeah. like, hey, I've been the same guy. I just needed somebody to get me the damn ball.
0: Yeah, it's true. I mean, for years yeah. I was thinking, like, why doesn't Kyle call Kittle's number in the in the end zone? Like, I never understood having a dominant tight end and not going into him in the end zone. Like, that's what the tight end is literally there for on every team. And Kyle, I don't know if he thinks it's too obvious or he wants it's too I don't know, but I think maybe it's a Jimmy thing. Maybe Jimmy just didn't feel comfortable throwing those tight windows, giving, giving Kittle an opportunity to just make contested catches. And Purdy's like, dude, you're the best tight end. I think, I feel like Mullins did the same thing. Kittle's best year was with Mullins and Mullins was like, look, I don't know. Yeah. Why I'm on the field, but you're really good and I'm throwing it to you over and over and over again. You're going to make me look good. I feel like Purdy figured that out. You don't have to be a freaking genius to figure that out. I don't know why Jimmy always try to overcomplicate it. Anyway, Voice ag- Agency, is great to see you, man.
1: All right. Last thing, too. Jacksonville, right?
0: Jacksonville. All
1: right. Jacksonville.
0: All right, man. Later. Papa Dragon always bring Oh, what's up, man? <laughs> what's up, man? <laughs> what you mean? What's up? What's up?
3: I'm, what's, what's, up? what's up? Okay. <clears throat> All right, man, let's continue the conversation. Let's keep it rolling. Um, you know, I've been on the, on on the bus that basically says that saying the 49ers are going to get to the Super Bowl and win it without a true franchise quarterback in place is just, um, in my, in my opinion, fantasy, a lot of things have to go. Or an above
0: average (laughs) offensive line.
3: Exactly. So. I remember when the off season started, you know, I stated on, on a, one of the one of the online shows that I didn't expect the 49ers to do a whole lot. I like to see them go after offensive line. And you know what they did? They showed me who they were. They went and spent eighty million dollars on a defensive tackle. So Yeah. Yeah. This team makes very expensive mistakes. Yeah. When they make these mistakes, they have to try to cover that mistake up with even more money.
0: Oh, it's true. So, so the first you know, expensive first, mistake was um, not paying DeForest Buckner. Yes. Yeah. Over,
3: over like a million or $2 million. That's just yeah. foolish. Right. Um,
0: you so know, he continues right? to be an Iron Man while Eric Armstead has plantar fascia. And then you got Javon Kinlaw, who's got a knee. And now you got, a, that's two guys who have injuries. And you could have just had Buckner, who doesn't.
3: So you got high salary guys that don't even make Pro They don't make Pro Bowl. And, and I no, want to no, make no. clear one more thing. Someone said Pro Bowls don't matter. In the current format, they matter less. But the overall situation is that if you're one of those top players picked, right, that means that in the league, your peers are saying that you're the best at your position. So to me, the Pro yeah. Bowl does matter. So yeah. for you to get an $80 million defensive tackle and not go after a quarterback who's been in, in Pro Bowl, if the quarterback is your, is your position of issue, To me, all evolves around the ego of our beloved Kyle Shanahan.
0: Beloved Kyle. Our favorite Kyle.
3: Kyle is still on that notion that, hey, I don't, you know, it doesn't matter who I got under center. The quarterback is me. The quarterback's brain is Kyle Shanahan.
0: Yeah, that's what what he says. It's not set in stone. He's, like, basically saying, I don't freaking care, man. Someone will play, he'll get hurt. Someone else will play, he'll get hurt. I'll be the star. They'll put up good numbers, but it won't mean they're good. All that.
3: I mean, how many yeah. first round alignment have they drafted in seven years? What? How many quarterbacks what? have played an entire season in seven years? What? Just one guy. And that was Jimmy G. Yeah. And this was a so guy. So you're not
0: really serious about long. those positions?
3: He's not. He's not. Nah. I mean,
0: nah. the
3: di- this is what happens there's two seasons there's a regular season, and then there's the postseason. And no one, there's no quarterback in the world that that's a bigger example of that than Troy Aikman, who seemed yeah. like he put up modest numbers in a, in a regular season, you know, yeah. 20, 22 touchdowns, twenty three touchdowns, whatever. And game then in manager. the playoff, five touchdown oh. game, four yeah. touchdown game, five touchdown game. Quarterbacks matter in the playoffs. They matter.
0: Why do we have to say? Isn't it crazy that we have to explain that to Kyle Shanahan? I mean, everyone it, it says that he's like the like the, the the four, he's like the genius the, uh, at the forefront of offensive football. But the underlying logic theory of his genius is that quarterbacks and offensive lines don't matter. Spend your money on defense and weapons like D line and running backs and tight ends and wide receivers. That's what you spend on. Like, I disagree. Hold on. I disagree.
3: Psychologically, there's so many things wrong. With the picture of Kyle Shanahan. You reward a player who came off a great year, but you have contract issues with. Player demands for a trade. You sign him to this amazing deal. He shows up out of shape, plays like crap. But guess, but guess who's in the doghouse? Guess, guess who's not invited to Cabo?
0: Yeah, Ayuk. Yeah, you know that's right. Yeah. there's these oh, players. he didn't block extremely hard one time. You don't get any more targets today. Meanwhile, Debo's ten pounds overweight, not is jogging through his routes when he doesn't get the ball, and they're like, oh, "That Debo man, he's just on a, so." On a
3: play on the play that 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 Trey Lance was injured on. Again, there was a lot of really, really just mediocre play from the offensive line. How they reacted, nobody got to their blocks on time. Trey gung ho like he is, and again, now Trey not. Trey has to change his instincts because he, sometimes I think he's out there. He thinks this is North Dakota state where he's the biggest and fastest guy on the field. He's going to yeah. run through people.
0: And he can kind of chill in like third, fourth gears. Like, dude, run it. hard. Yeah. I
3: hope he learned his lesson. Now, again, so. Trey, yeah. I, you know, Trey, I, I'm really hoping the best for you, brother. I really, I really am. I, I hope that you do well this year. Um, I hope you have a great career. But, you know, you know, when he blocked me on Twitter, it was because I told him this, Trey. I said, Trey, you should really stay off of, you know, Instagram. social media. Because no matter to, what man. you say or what yeah. you do, people are going to twist your words into the negative and pull you right down with them. You know what he did? Block me. Which is cool. I'm okay with that. But the reality is.
0: You're right, though. Right. You're right, though. Right. You're right. Yeah.
3: Right. It was and you know crazy. who's not
0: all over social media? Brock.
3: Yeah. I love everything about Brock except for his size and his arm. Yeah. And now his arm is damaged. I think that Brock has the potential to be the best uh, the the best backup quarterback in the league. But I, I find it, I, I just don't see him, you know, going down the field with 13 seconds to go for touchdowns like Josh Allen. Here, and-
0: here's the thing that, that, that Trey needs to know. And we, you and I can speak from experience because we're so young, rich, and famous, and handsome. But okay. when you're young, rich, and famous, and handsome, and you're on Instagram posting all the time, like there's gonna be—I mean, you're gonna get the attention you want. And if that's the if, like, we talk about distractions. I don't talk about like girls as distractions and stuff. But like, no, 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 I'm not saying that. I'm just it's, saying, it's, it's all distractions. Yeah. It's, it's all distractions. Like, what what are you focusing? Like, they're giving the team to you, and like, what are you doing, man? Like, so I, again, I, I don't think I don't think he's doing that anymore. I think his head's locked in. I think Trey no, is locked he, in.
3: This is what I've heard from from yeah. the people that I know in the industry. I don't have sources. I have friends. I have you know friends okay. who are okay. and our coaches. And 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 I'll even paraphrase from a, a recent interview that was uh, some Dallas Cowboys like uh, you know content creators, and they had a player there that was that was that saw Trey Lance practicing with his new quarterback coach, and yeah. he went out of his way to praise Trey Lance at the interview. No one asked him about Trey. He just said, "You know what?" He goes, "You guys watch out for that Trey Lance." that kind of stuff right now is what's circulating through the league. And these guys all talk and they all know. So that's one of the reasons why you're starting to see things kind of switch up a little bit is because that's the stuff that's going around right now. The locker room talk outside the locker room amongst all the players, everyone's hearing about, okay, all the improvements that Trey's making, the stuff he's learning from Patrick Mahomes. They're they're hearing all these things because there's a video just the other day. I saw Trey throwing some passes yesterday. And I'm like, Brock can't make that throw. He can't make that throw either. He can't make that throw. It's one of those things where he has all this talent. He has no experience. And he has a coach that won't get behind him. What is his chance of success? If your coach won't go, won't go there and say, no, this is my guy. This is it. Sorry. You guys can yeah. be mad if you want.
0: I got to take the next call. But, but I want to come back to the social media thing. And I don't want to get on track. because I don't know. It's just the, the vibe he was getting off. I feel like. You spend your whole life playing football at North Dakota State. You think you want to be a great football player. Then you get the third pick in the draft. You get like uh, the signing bonus and you're a really good looking guy and you're all over Instagram and you're getting attention in a whole different way. And now you have a conundrum. It's like, do I really want to be a franchise quarterback or do I want to be a playboy? Like, do I freaking love this lifestyle? Do I want to be rich, famous and just because I I mean, there's what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Yeah. The
3: other part that yeah. he has to deal with in this country, being a multicultural person, a person of multiple yeah. cultures, is is the fact that people will try to pull you into their camps, and they don't yeah. even know who you are as a person. Trey yeah. has to understand who he is, be himself, work hard, and play hard, and more importantly, Trey, take care of yourself, man. Don't take care don't. Yeah. If Kyle's gonna call a quarterback power, and you see someone coming, slide for a one yard loss, or slide <laughs> for a one yard gain. He'll stop. He'll stop.
0: All right, Papa. But make All right, Papa.
3: Decisions.
0: It's time because they're not going to do it for All you, right. man. Good to see you, Papa. All right, man. Later. Luis. Well, hey, are you driving? You're driving. All right. You got to pull over and then we'll talk. 49er-ish fan. What's up? What's up? What's up? Uh, good to see How you. you doing? How you Love doing? the show and everything. Um, so I
4: have one point. One point I want to make. Okay, I've been trying to on the show for a while. Um, so I was thinking, I was like, hmm. Why does Brock Purdy, it seems like his opinion about when he's coming back is so starkly different from what the 49ers want. And I've been trying to understand it for a while. And I was like, hmm, what is the best situation for Brock Purdy? And I thought about it, and I was like, the best situation for Brock Purdy is he doesn't play, and Trey turns into a Pro Bowl quarterback. Hold on, let me explain. So, if Trey turns into a Pro Bowl quarterback, and you said this on one of your shows, I was mad because I was trying to call it and say this, and had this point in my mind for a while. So a trade turns into a Pro Bowl quarterback, all Brock Purdy has to do is have one showcase game, maybe like the last week of the season, versus a terrible team that's not going to make the playoffs or something like that, and have like a Matt Flynn game, throw six touchdowns, 350 yards, whatever, maybe running for a score. And then he said some team, some team is going to go after that. Some team is going to say, hey, we need to give you millions of dollars. We need to give you at least like Jimmy Plus contract or something. Yeah, for sure. Like I, I don't really see like any possibility for. I mean, like him trying to contest with Trey is just going to be like a bad situation for him in in general because it's just going to, um, like even if Trey actually has a good season and then Brock doesn't have as good as a season because he's coming off injury or whatever situation may happen, then he's going to be looked at in a bad light. And so if you have like this contentious all season with Trey or Brock sorry yeah trey or brock or even sam darnold then like somebody's gonna look bad out of that and two out of qu- three quarterbacks are probably gonna look bad out of that two out of three of them are gonna look like backup quarterbacks eventually so why not sit out <laughs> it doesn't make any sense
0: good point that's true like instead of actually competing with them let them just lose the competition yeah, yeah. <laughs> just let them lose. if you think about it too like there was a quarterback competition in otas and minicamp and I was there for six days. The media was there for six days, and there was like, it was very inconclusive uh, who won. And so the reports we got after that was Brock's looking great. (laughs) Brock, have we talked? You haven't seen Brock, but we saw Brock, and he looks great. It's like, that's not, doesn't bode well for Trey and Sam. But again, it's just practice, and the Niners don't really have any idea what they're looking at when they look at quarterbacks in practice. Otherwise, Brock would have started last year or something earlier. Yeah.
4: Do, do, do you see any, I know that like the last report I heard about Brock was he was throwing just like soft things, but he had like, or he's throwing a football. Have you heard any updates yeah. since then?
0: They keep updating every couple of weeks. They say, you know, so far so good. I don't think he's like doing full strength stuff yet, but okay, no setbacks yet. Good. Okay. Knock okay. on wood. Well, yeah.
4: cool. well, I appreciate it. Yep. Uh, I've been trying to go forever. I had to let you know I do appreciate the show. I hated you for a little bit, not because of your takes. But because I think I put uh, put in a super chat, we were talking with Fish one day, and I and my comment I got it? skipped over, and I was like, forget this guy.
5: just
0: <laughs> stole my money, no. man. I owe you Love ten bucks. I'm so sorry. No, no, that's cool. I appreciate you. <laughs> All right, man. Later. All right. Uh, I'm gonna jump someone to the front of the line because his name is intriguing. Joe Latu. What, what up? What's up? What's up? Are you are you related yeah. to Cam Latu Or no? No, nah, it's just a nah. Comment, nah. comment. I was comment, like, is game. this Cam's brother trying to chew me out? Like, I've said nice things about Cam. Hold on. No, I get that anyway. all the time in the
6: comments whenever I'm okay. on YouTube or whatever. But okay, uh, I just think it's, but thanks for having me on. And uh, sure. I think it's just funny that, or it's not funny really, but um, it's the same thing every offseason. Yeah. Questions at of the quarterback position. And,
0: it's the same and, uh, stupid conversation every year.
7: I mean, At the end of the
6: day, they're still trying to move on from Jimmy. At the end of the day, they're still trying to move on from Jimmy. Even when Jimmy was on the roster, they couldn't get rid of him. As much as they felt like they were held back and they needed to upgrade, they wanted their cake and they wanted to eat at the same time. Why can't they get
0: why can't they move on from Jimmy? Psychology here. What is it about Jimmy? Well, it's like mean, they want to move on, but they like are deeply insecure. And as soon as he's gone, they're like, "Wait, who's going to like me? I can't get another quarterback. I don't know what it is. It's I feel like Jimmy makes them feel safe and secure in themselves. Like at least, at least Jimmy's here. I don't know.
6: Right. I, I think know. they just. I think they just dropped the ball. I mean, when you spend that much on a quarterback. I mean, you're committed whether you like it or not. And they obviously weren't committed to that. I mean. I know the injuries have affected that a great great amount, but at the end of the day, you spent that much and you committed that much to a single player. You've got to see that through. And I know a lot of content creators here on YouTube, a lot of them, that's basically what's echoed around uh, the situation is they're not committed to it at all. Um, I just can't see the
0: Niners not playing trade this year. Like They have to make up their mind about the fifth-year option at the end of the year. They're really not going to play him at all? It's. I it's I just a, feel like he's gonna play at some point. If not, yeah. I mean,
6: right now it's a tryout situation. I mean, yeah. If Brock's not ready to go, and Brock's gonna need time. A lot of people don't think about it, but he's gonna need time to ramp up to get ready to play full contact and full go. Because so. like Jimmy,
0: Jimmy got forced into action week two last year, and then like we were talking to him after week two, week three, week four, he's struggling, and you're like, do you feel full strength yet? And he was like, honestly, no. And he had his procedure when in February or something like that, like before mm. Brock. So. I think it's possible that Brock could be fully cleared, but if he were playing and you asked him, "Do you feel full full strength?" He'd say, "Honestly, no, not yet." Right. I think that's no, he's an honest kid. He's so honest what do you do? Do mean, you play him at eighty well, percent? While Trey Lance has been there every step of the way on your team for three years, and he's made strides and he feels full strength, like what do you do? I would go with Trey.
6: I look, I look not to go back, but I look at the t- at the names that were floating around before they traded up to three. And those were some established names they were throwing out. They had Brady, the Brady rumors. They had the Matt Stafford rumors, Deshaun Watson. I mean, they even, I believe it, that they shopped it to a Green Bay, whether mm-hmm. they wanted that number three overall pick for A-Rod. Right. Yep. So to say that they only wanted the rookie contract is kind of kind of false. They wanted an upgrade. Yeah. They definitely yep. wanted an upgrade, and they definitely wanted
0: experience to go along with it. And now they're pivoting to okay. Well, we may not have an upgrade over Jimmy Garoppolo, but we have Jimmy for cheap. We have Wait. young Jimmy for minimum wage. Like okay, but that's that's a different thing now, right? I, yeah, so I, yeah.
6: I think I think at the end of the day, if they don't get it done, you'll have tons of content next year to talk about the quarterback position. Because yeah. and at the name. end of the day,
0: I don't think they're going to get it done because of the quarterback position, the offensive line spot, and then next year we're going to have to talk about Kirk Cousins. Oh.
6: Exactly. Can't that's wait. The, that's the that's the one name that's that's going to be brought up if they don't win it at all this year. They don't win it this year. And Brock plays good or Trey plays good. They 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 can move off these guys or at least have Brock be a backup and move off of Trey and, and get Kirk Cousins or somebody easily. That's what they I'd have like with to see how Niner fans
0: react to Kyle if he brings in Kirk Cousins at 36 years old. Like, I don't know. I think Niner fans were excited about Kyle drafting a quarterback and molding him, but Kirk Cousins, everyone knows who Kirk Cousins is. I don't know. He might I mean, lose we, some
6: support. A lot of a lot of people looked down on the rumors about Matt Stafford last offseason. A lot of yeah. people were down on that. Oh, he's a loser. Oh, he, what has he done in Detroit? What playoff success does he have? And then he turned around. and Yeah. True. Joe, I got to take
0: some more calls, man, but it was good to see you. Uh, I'm just going to pretend you're related to Cam. I was scared for nah. a second. man. I was like, I thought this guy's going <laughs> to chew me out. <laughs> good to see you, man. Peace. All right, man. all right. East Coast Niner parked. And then I got you next, Luis, because you're parked, too. What's up?
8: What's going on, man? How are you?
0: I'm good, man. How are you?
8: I'm all right, man. I'm all
0: right. That sounds uh, like a B minus, C plus. I'm all right, man.
8: Well, nah, you know what it I is. I don't get into uh, it, but. I'm getting, yeah. I'm getting ready to go on vacation, and I had to work today, which was kind of unexpected, but
0: whatever. It's all good. Where are you going? Uh, Up to me. Maine? Yeah. Oh, that's cool.
8: Yeah, I'm going been. on a, uh, it's actually the oldest, the oldest uh, wooden vessel still in operation, Uh, going on a four day sailing venture off the coast of Maine, man.
0: Be careful. <laughs> Why do you say that? I'm, I'm, the oldest wooden vessel? Like, yeah. fuck that. I would never do that shit. You kidding? Yeah, man. It's terrifying.
8: It's, it's one of those things you look back on life and say, yeah, I, I did that.
0: All right, all right, all right. Oh, right. what's on your mind?
8: Uh I was thinking about this yesterday, and okay. it kind of plays into the title of the show today. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. I said, you know what? I don't know if we're gonna win the Super Bowl next year, but we're gonna win one. And specifically, Kyle Shanahan is gonna win one. My hope is that is that he's on this team when it when it happens. We kind of had this conversation before. He's kinda going through his Andy Reid thing, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And i I was just running the take back. The reasons why he's lost his two Super Bowls had nothing to do with the quarterback. Absolutely so, nothing to do. The first one, uh he complete completely melted down and stop yeah. stop calling stop calling plays. When when we went to the last runs, ball, it, yeah. you stopped running the ball. Yeah, and with so, the lead. Yeah. And so the
0: twenty five point lead the first one. Ten and point and lead 10 the second like, one.
8: What I can't stand is how uh, the guy, the, the, the Honey Badger, he actually came out. He is quoted by saying, I'm so glad Kyle Shanahan stopped running the ball. We stop Stopped running stop. the ball.
0: Yeah. Unbelievable.
9: could
5: Yeah.
8: So my thing is, like, Kyle is due. He's going to get his win. I can't answer that question. But it doesn't have anything to do with the quarterback. Why it doesn't matter? Because that's how Kyle's scheme is. It really doesn't right. matter. And even though I'm Team Trey, I can honestly say it wouldn't bother me if Brock Purdy were the one that win us the Super Bowl. I just want Trey to get his due because I think that he's justified and I think he has the skill set that he can be our franchise quarterback to come. However, whoever gets it done is whoever gets it done. And 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 Kyle, dog-minded as he is, you know what I'm saying? It's it, It's going to work out. Now, like I said, I don't know when. The other thing about the way that they formulated this team in the way that we carry our team. Uh, why? Why? Why do we place so much emphasis on the defensive line as opposed to the offensive line? Well, think about who our general manager is. Okay, mm. the Super Bowl that he won—that was one of the most historic defenses in the entire freaking Correct. history of the NFL. And, Simeon and,
0: Rice, Warren Sapp, Booger McFarlane. Yeah. i can—I still and, remember and, him. Yeah,
8: and and the offense was was justed enough to, to to win them games. That's true. So. When you got a head coach where his whole mindset is, I got a system that's 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 built for us to win games, and then you got a a a general manager who will help you build a team that says, just score points, and my defense will take care of the rest. That's why we're at where we're at. And honestly, also,
0: also, also, when the head coach thinks the offensive coach thinks he's the star of the offense, he can always say, I can scheme around that. I can scheme around this quarterback. I can scheme around this. But if you're that good, then how come you can't? How come you need the best running back, the best tight end, the best wide receiver, two of the best wide receivers? Like, how come you can't scheme around? Andy Reid can scheme around young and experienced weapons, but Kyle needs the best ones in the league. I don't understand that.
8: Part, but the the, the, the the reason is because the the title that Shanahan gets is often misconstrued in the incorrect one. We should call him a great play designer. That's it. That's all. That's it. That's all. He's not a great head coach. Okay. He has uh, uh, often problems with his most problematic p- players. As a matter of fact, Papa yeah. Cone, or excuse me, not Papa Cone, uh, whatever the guy's name, just was telling you about the the, the debacle of Debo Samuel. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, the the the, the problem is, is with Kyle and, and the gym. And honestly, if you run the tape back, it's really not a problem. The meltdown is in the psyche during, during, during those games, but the system works. Honestly, we've been that everybody knows the numbers where we're, we're always at the NFC conference game and always got, 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 a, got a, got an offense that, that can get us points. And Jimmy's this, and really it has nothing to do with Jimmy because Jimmy was the same person that Mike Mullins, uh, Nick Mullins was, who was the same person got,
0: that, go ahead. I got something for you. I go feel ahead. like, This is the main, the essential question you have to ask the 49ers and any football team. Do you want your quarterback to be the hero or the scapegoat? And on the Niners, they do not want him to be the hero. When they win games, who gets credit? Kyle, Kyle. Kittle, the defense, the the, the weapons. When they lose, who's blamed? Every time. Quarterback. 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 That's how it is here. That's how it's always going to be here. That's how Kyle wants it because I think as a survivalist, the Shanahans feel the the, the person who's going to get you fired as a coach is the quarterback. So do not build him up like that. In fact, Mm -hmm. use him as the scapegoat. Make it clear he's not that good. And any success he has is because you're building him up. And any failures you have is because he's not that good. They've been doing this for decades. Meanwhile, Andy Reid empowers his quarterback. You're the star. I'm not the star, man. I'm just a – an overweight guy who you know makes fun of himself. You're the freaking star, and I'm gonna protect you with the best well, offensive not, line I can give you. That's the difference. That's the difference. But now
8: you're talking about yeah, now you're talking about an outstanding NFL head coach versus one of the best play schemers in all of NFL history. Again, not the same thing.
0: And and Kyle's and competing with his quarterback, competing with yes. his quarterback at all times. He yeah. is that's which, a self-defeating mindset for a head coach. Which is why Tom Brady never
8: could have been here. Aaron Rodgers never could have been here. Ever. It was never going to happen. It's
0: almost like Kyle was like, look, Jimmy, I'm not going to let you become a Super Bowl champion handing the ball off. I I let you do it in the division round, in the championship round. You're an NFC championship champion throwing six passes. I'm not going to let you do that in the Super Bowl. If you want to be a Super Bowl champion, you got to throw the ball in the fourth quarter. It's almost like Kyle did that. I'm not going to give you a free ride to Canton. Sorry, buddy. You got to throw. It's like okay, yeah. cool.
8: You just lost. Yeah. You just yeah. lost. And 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 Same and, with and you, honestly, Matt Ryan, and and we know that that there were there were rumblings and misgivings. They didn't necessarily get along with each other. So it 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 could have very well been that he said, "I need you to do something and and, and hold your part of 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 this team, or I got to get rid of you." And honestly, that's not the worst thing because we've all agreed that he needed to go. He did not do enough. He he was he, he was not the one that. He's not the reason why we don't have a six Super Bowl ring, but he certainly is 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 the reason why 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 we can't get ahead. Not the only reason, but certainly one of them. Yeah. Certainly one of them. Which is why I mean, I gotta- you know you know uh, a Trey got drafted. Hated or loved right. it, there there, yeah. there was obvious stance in that we need something better than Jim.
0: Right. And wow. now that they're they're pivoting to Brock, it's fair to say, like, wait a second. I thought you said you needed something better than Jimmy. And like maybe Brock's better than Jimmy in certain ways, think, but like marginally, than- marginally. 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 I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see. Listen, that's, Jimmy that Jimmy put up twenty three points against Dallas on the road. Brock put up nineteen points against Dallas at home. I will see. With um, McCaffrey. Yeah,
8: yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah.
0: I, was just, ready, we'll I was just getting ready I was just to talk about Moxie in thirty points a game, but but, you know, no, you're right. You're right. But, man, I got to take more calls. It's good to see you. Always good to see
8: you, man. Enjoy Thanks yourself for in Maine.
0: Be safe on that vessel, man. I don't trust it between us. Hey, man,
8: I will send you some footage.
0: Please do. Great to see you. All right, man. All right, man. Luis, are you are you pulled over? Look at me. Are you pulled over? You ready? I feel like you keep pulling over and then you think I'm not going to call on you. And then you're like, I'm driving again. No, yeah. Look, I see your face. You're driving. I cannot. Nah, I'll get you later. Chris. What's up, Chris. Hey, what's
10: going on?
0: How you doing, man? Good to see you. It's been a minute.
10: Yeah, I know, man. I got a lot to tell you, man.
0: <laughs> All right, I'll just shut up. You go for it, baby.
10: Well, um, some of the things I had to write a little bit of it down, but man, uh, why the Niners uh, not standing on a quarterback? I mean, you got to really understand one thing, and this is what it is. All of us have little flaws on our job, right? There are some things that we do extremely well, and there are some things that we don't do so well, right? yeah so if that is the case what is Kyle's biggest flaw he can't develop a quarterback he can't do it
0: no a big flaw yeah that's a huge flaw yeah yeah but but like there are defensive coaches who can do a better job at developing a quarterback than him Like, look at Pete freaking Carroll yeah, he just he just had Gino Smith there and said, you're good, you're good, you're good. And Gino believed it. And Kyle's over there being like, dude, you're not that good. You're not that don't even think that you're that good because it's me and Kittle. Yeah, and and, exactly. It's not you. Yeah.
10: Yeah. And so don't
0: ever think it's you, dude, because it's not.
10: Yeah. And, and so that's why he didn't draft Mahomes, didn't draft Watson, because he knew he couldn't develop them. He knew this. And so he did the one thing he knew how to do was to build a team. And you can't really fault him for that. Although, you know, you know, in my job, there's some things that I don't do so well. But, you know, I strive to be better. But that's, that's his biggest flaw. And we're seeing it play out. Now, he's doing the best he can without a, a franchise quarterback.
0: Hold on, no. Here's the thing with Kyle. Like, we know his flaws. And we say he's young. And he'll learn. And he'll change. My problem with Kyle is that I feel like he's so stubborn. He doesn't think he has a flaw. He would disagree that he can't develop quarterbacks. They've just gotten hurt. There's been bad luck. Trey could still be good. What about Brock Purdy? Like He's always so defensive where I think other coaches who are just as smart as him might be a little bit more honest and self-reflective, and that's a good quality, especially if you haven't won it all yet. You know what I mean? There might be just one little thing you could tweak to get over the hump, and Kyle's like, I don't have to do that. It's okay. We'll see.
10: Yeah, and and that's the biggest problem for me as a 49er fan because— Like the last caller said, uh, Kyle Shanahan, he's going to win a Super Bowl. He's going to win one because the NFC is just so weak. If he had had a franchise quarterback, I mean, just look at the NFC. There, there, there There are no quarterbacks, really, in the NFC. There aren't. And essentially, he'll only have to really win one game, and that would be the Super Bowl which will give the defense time. And when he wins, if you think Kyle Shanahan is arrogant now, what do you think he's going to be like with the ring on his finger?
0: I wouldn't assume that he's getting He's going to be. I wouldn't assume that. I wouldn't assume that. We'll see about that. I don't know. I don't know. He
10: almost won it with Jimmy. I mean,
0: Uh
10: I I think he'll win one. And then when he does, how much longer do you think he's going to be here? What do you think his attitude is going to be like at that point?
0: I mean, if he ever won a Super Bowl, Jed would give him a lifetime contract. And I think he likes coaching here because he has no oversight. No one ever tells him what to do. He's the king of the organization. It's the San Francisco Kyle Shanahans, yeah. sponsored by the 49ers.
10: Ex- exactly my point. That's what and they it's are. Going, it's going to be scary with all the control. I mean, you heard, I, I saw the conversation that you guys had um, after dark and um, with. Uh, with uh, Mike McDaniel, uh, what's the other offense coordinator?
0: McDaniel. Yeah,
10: that is that is frightening. That is frightening. To feels be like at- McDaniel
0: agrees with how I feel about Kyle Shanahan. It seems like McDaniel sees Kyle the way I see Kyle, which is a guy who's been promoted because he's Mike Shanahan's son, and he's probably taken a lot of credit for a lot of people's work on group projects. And he is gifted, but he's also very egotistical. And he, I mean, when Mike McDaniel said that, like. Essentially, Kyle didn't want Vic Fangio because he doesn't want someone on the coaching staff who might know more about football than him. Like, that's damn. And you know what? I believe it. I believe it. I don't think Kyle wants anyone who can actually talk to him in a meeting like, look, dude, I've been doing this since you were in freaking high school. Like, I don't think Kyle wants anyone like that. I could be wrong. Yeah, because
10: um, I remember the story. I think it was uh, the one that your dad told when um, Mike Holman went up to George Seifert and gave him the game plan. And Seifert's like, oh, I can beat that. Do it again. Yep. He doesn't Fangio have do any, that. He doesn't have anybody like that. Cause I guarantee you, if somebody would have came up to him and said, um, uh oh. If somebody would have went up to him and said, Um, yeah, we're gonna have uh Croft uh block this uh this defensive end on the first place. Oh my
0: god, Vic Fangio would have said, said something.
10: Would have said no. But he That's thought it was okay, it's his scheme, you know. So I mean
0: And I I get is is D'Amico like does he have enough standing to say, Kyle, that's a stupid play? Or is he just saying like, you know, Kyle, thanks for making me the general defensive coordinator. I'm going to be out of here in a week. I'm going to Houston. I'm not going to say anything. I don't know. Like Vic Fangio wouldn't give a damn. Steve Wilts might be in that position. Like, Hey man, thanks for picking me. I'm just trying to get a head coaching job. I'm not trying to rock the boat. Like I want you to give me a good recommendation. I'm out in two years. Vic Fangio's not thinking that way. He's like, I'm the best defensive coach in the league. And if you bring some humpy bumpy up in this game plan, I'm gonna tell you about it. I wish. Yeah, and I like that. Mike McDaniel's like, I want a coach like that on my staff. And Kyle's like,
10: that's growth. Yeah. That is growth. But I got, I got I got one more comment yeah, one more. to make. Um, all right, then you got to go. I'm actually going. I'm actually going to let you choose it. All, you right, know, all right, all right. I got three little papers here. It's got one, two, three. You can pick any one right. you want. Three. Three. Let me three. see what we got.
0: All right. No, one, 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 one. You sure? One. Lead off. I was a lead off hitter. One. Are you sure? I was a in bad three. Yeah, I won. I won one. one, one. I changed one. my mind. Three
8: is a good time. No, okay,
0: three, 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 three. I got, you said it was a good one. I all right,
10: three. three. It's all about you, baby. It's all about you. All about
0: you, no matter where I go, I see the same people. The, Sorry, what?
10: The, oh, no problem. This, this, this is the thing, man. You, you do such an excellent job in your coverage. And uh, the one thing is, um, I remember when I first got on here and you were just, I mean, you were doing so well and I just kept plugging in and you gave me top topics and stuff like that. So my, my thing is, is that for all you Cone fans, if you are truly a fan, if you can give your best take that he's ever done. And for me, the best take that you've ever done, the best one, and I watched this thing maybe like three or four in a row, was when mm-hmm. you did the Deshaun Watson breakdown after everything had happened. It almost seemed like that thing has been has been uh, wiped underneath. So a,
0: long ago, yeah.
10: You know, but it, it just, I mean, he had all those cases. And it's almost as if it didn't even exist. But when it first broke, I watched your take on it and it was so insightful
0: can you remind me what i said it's been a long time
10: yeah i i remember it man i mean you were talking you know the texas may have known if they didn't know if they did they can't allow to own the team all of these i mean it was just it was really really insightful and i watched it when it came out i watched it like maybe two or three times like back to back to back and your insight uh, the way you had thought it out—I mean, I don't know if you're shooting off the hip or what, you know—but it was a really, really great take. And um, I was just watching, and I was like, "Man, this guy—he is on another plane," you know. Thank you, Chris. So um, I would just say to myself, you know, hopefully uh, when I do get on here, I'll be able to get him uh, something that um, I'm gonna let him choose one of the topics. So now you picked which one was it? One. So Three. we got two more. So the next time I will come in, we'll chat a little all bit. Then I'll let you time. get the last one. But uh, right. I just want to say, for all you Cone fans, if you really love him, tell the man his best take. Let him know that his work is 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 good. And I that that it. was my that was my favorite one of all time. I can't find it anymore because you got so many. Oh,
11: Show how hard so
10: much work man. you do. I <laughs> you appreciate like it. it was so gone so long ago, but perfect take, man. I I really appreciated that insight. It was it was very very good. I learned a lot watching that.
0: Thank you, Chris. Have a good one, man. It's great to see you always.
10: All
12: right. Take care. All right,
0: I got to get Luis on the show, man. He's been chilling.
12: <laughs> What's up, my guy? How
0: you doing? What's up, dude? How you doing, man?
12: I- I'm good. I was just... Uh,
13: That's a really I'm
0: awkward at- pose, though. You can, like, close the door now and just give me... I don't need to see your lap. <laughs> I just <wrong laughs> need <anymore>. like- <laughs> to
13: make sure you see that. I'm actually parked. No, I <laughs> feel you. I feel you. I
0: feel you. I feel
12: you. What's up? Uh, nothing, man. Just uh, <laughs> here getting ready to- for a little workout. Um, I'm here at the gym. Making okay, sure that- okay. I was just trying to find some, a little shade, you know, it's a little hot in the Bay Area this week, so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, All thankfully,
12: right. man, I had the day off today. I'm actually able to come on right now. How you doing today?
0: Man, I'm chilling. You're making me nervous with this walk around, but I trust you. Where you going? Uh, you going to the gym? Chilling, uh,
12: yeah. 24 hours. Okay.
0: But- yeah.
12: I'm to 4 24 over
0: here. hours. Yeah. So, New I'm Park cool.
12: Mall. Yeah. New Park Mall here. So many
0: times I wake up at 3.30 in the morning being like, I need to work out Where? But you can't, yeah, man. I, saw, less I anyway. saw
12: you doing those pull ups, man. You got to keep doing it. What are you doing?
0: Uh, yeah, I took a few days off. I'm back today, baby. <laughs> All right, what are we yeah, talking man. about? We got people
12: online. You got to keep going, but hey, man. Um, I wanted to holler at you real quick, man. So, holler at me. Uh, what's going on with this team? man? I know that. Uh, I don't know. Have you been able to report to the rookie mini uh, the rookie training camp this week?
0: Nah, man. They didn't invite me for that, they don't invite the, the, the press for that. Oh,
12: man, you know what? I think they just said Grant's too cool. We're not going to invite him.
0: Yeah, don't tell him.
12: <laughs> hey, but no, man, I'm really, really, I'm really looking forward to, man. I, I tried buying tickets for, for the training camp, but unfortunately, I I couldn't get it because it got sold out so quick. But um, I wanted to take my daughters because, you know, I got a whole tribe now. So I wanted to try to take my daughters for the first time and get them to see how it actually is. But Unfortunately, I can't do that this year so I'll have to do it next year, but sorry about that I wanted to know what are you what are your takes and what, what are you interested in looking for in your first day of training camp when you go in?
0: Okay, okay, that's a good question. First day of training camp they won't have pads on. so I'm waiting for that first day of pads because that's when training camp starts. First two mm-hmm. days is like mini camp. Without pads, like the, the linemen don't do anything. and I like watching the linemen because anyone could watch the quarterbacks and chart their throws or check the wide receivers and see who wins. That's kind of easy. And it's important. Luis, where'd you go? No. He got a phone call. No, no, no. I'm just anyway, on my earphones. Okay. What I was going to say is I like watching the one-on-ones for the O-line D-line and I want to see Colton Kivitz against Drake Jackson. That that matchup. I this going to be all day, every day. I want to see it. I want to see it. Oh, can't wait. I would like to see can't freak uh, I would
12: him. like to see you Javon Hargrave versus uh Banks versus our center. Banks. Or Banks too. Yeah, Banks. that would have been nice. I wanna see that.
0: <clears throat> I think Hargrave's gonna whoop that ass. Sorry, Banks. <clears throat> it's tough.
12: <laughs> no, he he I believe everybody's gonna be successful in this team. I, I really have a good feeling about this team this year. Uh Grant. I right, just don't ask me why, but I just have a good feeling. I mean, man. I remember um Back in the day, I, I first, even though it's crazy, man, my uh, my dad, how I actually started liking football, was my dad was outside. I started playing the football with him. And then like my, mom, uh, my my grandma was like, hey, the game is on. So I'm like, I forgot how old I was. I think I was like what, two, I'm not even two. I was just playing catch. I'm, I could barely throw. But I remember my dad was just like, hey, like he grabbed me and we just started running inside. And ever since then, I've always been a Niner fan, always, every game I've never really missed a game since I was young. Even like, I've even like how bad we were back when Kyle Williams was on the team and that, the whole formal versus the Giants, man, that was, that was horrible. But I'm just getting into the conclusion saying like, that's how long I've been a fan and how long I, I really love this team. But what I would really like to see from this team this year is just choose their quarterback, choose the quarterback, and I believe that Trey Lance has so much potential, Grant, it's, it's ridiculous. I do not know why people really think that Brock Purdy, I mean, yes, he has been successful, and I wish it would have been cool to try to see him do it a little bit more, but Trey Lance has has ceilings that, that are unreachable. And he could be so successful with this Kyle Shanahan scheme and team. It's just the thing that sucks about it is that these, this organization can't choose a quarterback that they want right now which is crazy to me it's like train lance is like that that worker that that co-worker that you see where you just see people get complacent and you see him like the only one trying to get like a reward or like uh, how do you say like the, um like workwise uh is trying to get like a pay raise and and recognize you know what I'm saying
4: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel you man
12: just with that being said man like Trey going to Jeff Christensen, Patrick Mahomes is quarterback coach, is such a big blessing for him. You know why? Because Patrick Mahomes is already like he's already in the Tom Brady. He's he's getting there. He's gonna be in that Tom Brady talk soon. And the fact that Trey went to his quarterback coach is is mind-blowing. And the fact that <laughs> that this organization can't know that, that this guy is like really trying to be like the great quarterback. Is 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 very funny. It's very funny to me because this this guy is trying to work his ass off, bro. Well,
8: they didn't want Mahomes.
12: He. <clears throat> no, no, I'm talking. I'm talking about Trey right now. No, and, I'm just saying. I, I, oh, but this is the this is the fact, bro. Like that he is trying to put all this hard work in, and he's doing whatever it takes. That this team That's is true. like still. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> I played football back in high school and everything too. We know, you know and 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 everything. And everything is all about coaches based on who they like and who they really want. And Luis, 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 Luis,
0: I gotta take more calls, man. You gotta get in the twenty four hour fitness. You're at the front door. You gotta get in there and get that pump, man. I I love you, bud. I gotta take more I got like eight people away, man. Get in there. Okay, my bad. Do work. Yeah, yeah.
12: Hey, I'm gonna call next time.
0: All right, man. I'll see. Later. Luis. JT four one five, man. What's up? Oh. (laughs) What's going on, Grant? Been a long time. It's been a minute. Where you what's up?
14: Oh man, um, I seen your boy Flay for the for the first time on my boy. Show. Hey, wait a second. When I say your boy, I, he was he was donating money. He's a boy. He's
0: someone's boy.
14: What? So my thing, I'm I'm tripping on is like, do you really think the the people like that believe in Brock, or is it, or is it, you know,
0: the other stuff? Question. You know, that's a good question. Is it? Is it like, He just like the next guy that they would like very much. Because I feel like, let's say Brock comes back this year. And takes a step back for whatever reason, and Sam Darnold steps in and plays well for like three games. Don't you feel like the Brock Purdy brigade is just gonna go over to Sam Darnold bandwagon, man? And real fast, I do. And then the one thing because it's like it's not the Brock Purdy brigade, it's the anyone but Trey Lance team, right?
14: Man, yeah. And the one thing I'm trying to figure out is like, why, as 49er fans, do we so quick to crown quarterbacks like we did it with Cap? We did it with Jimmy. Jimmy We're doing it with Brock. Like what? Like desperation. The eight games will get you a desperation.
0: And think about it as like someone like you know like dating. Like you haven't had a date in twenty years, so you're trying to get back out there. And three dates go that. well with one person. You're like, well, that's the one right there. I just had three good dates. I can't tell you the last time I had three good dates in a row. That's the one. Like, Man. Chill. And I'm Have- like.
14: Like what when people say Trey can't play, it's like, what what did four games show you? Mind you, the the Cardinals was undefeated uh at the time he played them. I want to say they started that season 10 and 2. He was on the road. Yep. Like, what, you know, the Seahawks was a playoff team that he only lost the playoff teams. And then Chicago in the monsoon, like. What did he show you that is like, he just can't play. He just can't get like,
0: well, the Niners are framing it. Like it's not that Trey failed. It's that Brock is so special that they don't even care what Trey can do anymore. Like, pardon? Excuse me? I don't, I didn't see that. Man. I mean, I like Brock, but he, he, he didn't go out there and show that he's Tom Brady. And then, and then even with Brock, it's
14: like, when you look at it, who did he really play? Miami was, was, was going downhill. Tampa was going downhill. Um, we played Dallas, play.
0: Dallas and Philly. That's who we played, and Dallas held him to 19 points, and Philly knocked him out in the first drive. So I feel like there's a little bit. I mean, the NFC's weak, and we know he could play well against a lot of teams, but when it came down to the true contenders,
14: man, I, don't know, I think man. He folded. And then yeah, like uh, I, I really don't understand it, man. Like I, uh,
0: it is beyond me. But I like your chain though. I want that. I'm trying to get one. I really like it. I feel like I need a chain to complete my look. I feel like I've been looking pretty fly today, but now you're on the screen. I'm a little self-conscious because you look better. Uh, anyway, I'm not so trying to
9: butter you up like that. Something, light, something light. You're going
0: to probably have to like wrap it up soon so I can get back to feeling like the star of the show. Anyway. <laughs>
14: hey, well, I got a, respectfully, I got a question. Uh, respectfully, what's up? It's more so it's for you and, and Papa Cone, right? Okay. I remember he was on. Y'all was talking about Kaepernick. Uh, while ago. Okay. He said, like, you know, divisive and all that. I'm trying to understand, right? If yeah. somebody stands up for you know the little social justice stuff,
0: it's true. What's
14: what's what was the problem with that? Because we're the same society that appraised Muhammad Ali when he was like, That's Oh, true. it was bigger than boxing and all of that. Why what what was the problem that people see in Cap when he did it?
0: It's a fair question. This was a long time ago. Let me tell you, let me take you back. <clears throat> I'm not gonna i t- I'm not gonna say people's names on the team, but mm-hmm. it's different when you're a, like a boxer uh and you're not on a team, and when you're a quarterback and you're on a team with all these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happened was they won, they won week one, I believe 2016. Mm-hmm. Then they went on to have a two and 14 season. They won week one. Mm-hmm. And when the team wins, players get to speak a lot, they get their names in the, in the paper. The players who played well, mm-hmm. Kaepernick comes in after that game and wants to talk about the stuff that you know, the social justice stuff that he's been talking about. And it, there's a huge swarm of reporters around it, not his fault, mm-hmm. but it's it, it's it's. Right there in the locker room, and it's all about that. And there's all these players who played well in the game sitting there with no one talking to them. And I know a few of them off the Mm -hmm. record were like, We played a football game today, let's go. It's it's supposed to be about football at least after the game in the post game locker room. And some players, not all white guys, were like, Wait a second, man, like, wait, can't this be about football right now? And -hmm. I think what Kaepernick did that year was make it not about football really at all. And maybe I maybe I was wrong about that, I wasn't in the locker room all the time, but I Mm -hmm. think it was. If he, some of his teammates would have appreciated it if he took that outside, like just out, you know, like in the, in the hallway or said, look, guys, I know you all came and I will give you time to talk about this, but we just won a football game today. So I'd respect to my teammates. I'm going to keep it about football today, but we could do this tomorrow. Something like that. But maybe at the time, at the time, if everything felt so bigger than football, maybe that wouldn't have been true to him.
14: But does it, as a, as an athlete, shouldn't you use that platform? Isn't it going to get that the most attention for what you, you know, it wasn't like he was. That's what he was saying. Yep.
0: It's true. It's true. It's a good point. And that's what he was thinking.
14: I I really was just wondering that. Okay. And okay. It makes sense now. So it was, I mean, you can
0: always look back and be like, that team was two and 14. So that was divisive. It didn't help the team, but it was like, even if he didn't, would they have been a good team? I don't know. It just felt like that team was not really much of a team. They lost so many games in a row. The head coach seemed like he was disengaged and it seemed like the quarterback seemed like he was disengaged from football. That's the way I, I saw it at the time.
14: I think they kind of gave up once Hardball left. That's when everybody retired. and I, it, it, We knew it was over. It, it, true. it, it, it was true. I think it, Chip it. Kelly
0: thought that if they could tank one year, that they would fire Balky and not him, and that he could take over the team the way Kyle has control of it. Mm-hmm. And so I just don't think they care. I think that was a tank year in a lot of ways. And I think that's he, probably why they changed. He tried the narrative. To start
14: playing Gabbard over Cap.
0: Uh-huh. Because you think about it, Kyle started with a tank year too. I'm going to start Brian Hoyer this year. He tanked. Chip Kelly tanked. But he didn't survive it. He didn't survive it. Why? Yeah. Maybe it's because of that. I don't know. JC, good question, man. Good to see you. For sure. Hope Thanks, I answered bro. it. All right, man. That's a good right. one. You too. Uh E493ers. What's up? What
13: up? What up, Grant? What's up?
0: How, you doing? How you doing? Good, man. Nice to see you again, bro. East 49ers. I think that's what you're going for there. E E-4- E forty Niners yeah e-49 i get it okay i like it i like it i like it yeah, what's up, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what's up born,
13: for born, born born out here in california you know, they lived in the bay most of my life so okay you know little 49ers a little e-40 every
0: now and, yeah. and then super sick with it okay yeah what's up with you though man how you been man pretty good training camp about to start can't complain i like training camp. yes sir yes sir That's i amazing. love
13: i yeah. I love training camp like the last three years, mainly because I've been listening to you for that long and you give a lot of insight. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of family that, you know, they move for other teams. And I feel like when it comes to the Niners, because of your show and a few other people that come on your show, I know a lot more about what's actually going on and it gives a lot of good insight. Um, That's what I real
0: quick. That's what I like to to delve into, because. What the team shows you at face value is like 3% yeah. of what's really going on. And the, yeah. the content creators that take it all at face value, I'm like, what are you, 14? Come on. We all yeah. know they're not telling us the real story, so let's try to find it. Exactly.
13: Exactly. It's like, the, like without you, I feel like I get the same information that all the other fans are getting about their team. We're ready, and we're going to win the Super Bowl because we're only going to show you the nice stuff that everything's that we going do.
0: according <laughs> to plan.
13: <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, you said that for years. Like you know what I'm saying? Um, like when you were giving information about, I think it was, uh, I think it was Trey's first year, and it was uh, him and Jimmy going going down in training camp. You know, when I was used to listen to the stats that you would talk about, like how many completions they made uh, versus how many throw attempts they had. And I remember listening and it was like, yo, Trey's going to be the starter. Like, yo, he's going to be the starter. Like, he sounds, actually sounds really good for somebody that hasn't played in the NFL yet. Then it was like, Jimmy's a starter. it was like,
0: how? I'm
8: so confused.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, clearly there was no competition because Jimmy was over there throwing like a pick a day in camp. And the, the Niners were like.
13: Over. And is it gonna be like that this year too? Cause you already see who they said basically everybody knows Brock Brock's pretty much got the job. Um I don't have a problem with it. The only problem I have with it is just let's not let's not carry it out. Let's not carry it out throughout the whole training camp, throughout the whole preseason. Pick who you're gonna pick and let's ride. I like Brock. I think oh, Brock will never do that. No, Keep he won't do options
0: it. Open. But he did it for
13: Jimmy. 'Cause about halfway um, through training cap they said oh the contract we know. sort of forced them to We, we know we, who the starter is. Remember Jimmy smiling in the interview? Yeah, we know who the starter is. We know it's like, oh, you're the starter, you gotta be. It's okay. It's so true. um if you're gonna do it, do it like if you're gonna make Brock the quarterback, do it like that. Like just tell us yeah. out front who's gonna be the quarterback. Let's not let's not waste the time. And you know what I'm saying? Um as far as Trey, I like Trey. I think the Trey's gonna be really good. I really do. Um, I, but I also don't have a problem with them sitting him and waiting until it's really time. Yeah, you're paying him a lot of money, but pay him a lot of money to really have a, you know, really be able to take over. I understand. Also, he hasn't had a lot of time playing, so people are like, "You got to play him," but not necessarily. You necessarily don't. You don't necessarily have to play him. You, what you have to do is get him ready so he can be what you pay for.
0: Yep, I agree. I got to take some more calls, E-40, but it's good to meet you. Good to see you. Good to talk to you. Uh, All right. All right, man. Take care. I'm going to take some super chats real quick. Jay Garza says, when Trey Lance becomes a top-ten quarterback, I will be disgusted by Kyle Shannon and John Lynch for taking a victory up uh, for their plan. Grant, keep it on them for quarterback mishandling. Yeah, a lot of people say it was just scouting. No, it was also mishandling. Tommy Huxley proudly announces that he's a virgin. That is uh, good to know and respect because that's important. Your decision. Josue Torres says, Grant, dame un." Beso. Does that mean give you a kiss? Not for $2. William Bennett says, what people don't get is we had a rookie owner and a rookie head coach who were trying to figure it out and blame others. It's a good point. Ivan Tina says, everybody waiting on Purdy's return. I'm still waiting on the Niners to get Jalen Hurd back on the field. Any word? He's working out for the Houston Texans. I guess Bobby Slowick's a fan. Sean says, Brock played amazing for any rookie, let alone one picked last. But I hate the idea of trading Trey without knowing his true potential. What should the Niners do? Not trade Trey. Maybe start him this year while Brock is getting ready. That seems to be a fair thing to do. Aniket, thank you for waiting. How are you? Good to see you.
2: I'm good, Grant. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Um, Yeah, this is the first time I'm calling in. Uh, I've been watching your show for a while. At uh, the start of the show, you mentioned that you, you you haven't heard too many questions, so I made like three quick questions for you. I know it's, you've been, <laughs> you've been sure, 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 for a while. Sure. Yeah, you've, 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 it's, been, it's been over an hour. I know you're tired. We'll just get I'm to good. Three questions real quick. Yeah. Um, my first question is actually like, I, I, I you were talking to one of the callers earlier, and you mentioned a great point. I kind of, that I'm, I'm going to use that point and in tie into my first question real quick. You said the Niners have this tendency to, uh, make their quarterback either a hero or uh, a scapegoat. And I'm probably taking this statement out of context because um, I heard only a part of that conversation. But I'm still going to use it because this is the difference that I feel with Brock uh, Brock Purdy, which is they did give him a lot of credit. If you see some of those... Um, those speeches that he did after the wins, right? He sure. there were a couple of times when he did mention that, oh, this is because of our quarterback, we have to give it to our quarterback and stuff like that. Right. And this actually brings me to my question. Now, I was really depressed uh, the year um, the uh, New England won against uh, Falcons. One of the reasons was okay. because Niners were doing pathetic, but the bigger problem was I was trying to understand over the years was Matt Ryan known to be a good deep ball thrower? Did he have a? Was he known for that?
0: I mean, I I think he. I don't know.
2: I want to say yeah. I mean, here's what I want to say yeah. Yeah, well, he was better than like Jimmy, but yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll I'll, I'll say this right. Maybe, and this is my theory, right? He
0: could get the ball down the field to Julio Jones in his prime. Yeah.
2: Sure. Yeah. 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 But but my my thought is Kyle has focused a lot on the run game. Maybe his what he really wants from a quarterback. Is to throw a few checkdowns and just do the basic. Yes, Trey is much more, you know, on a, on a talent level, it is probably he's far ahead of Brock. But having said that, is it possible that the, the, all Kyle wants is, yeah, sure, we have drafted Trey because that gives us that threat, but we really want the game to be a lot of checkdowns, which Trey was, as you reported, wasn't the best at in his first year. Well, I think it's
0: possible he built the team that way because they gave him Jimmy. So he's like, okay, if this is my quarterback, then there's no point okay. in getting a, a wide receiver who's a deep threat because Jimmy won't even look that way. So I'll just give him yak threats. And and now they try yeah. to transition to Trey, but those threats don't necessarily fit him as well. So they get him Danny Gray and Trey gets hurt right. and they bring in right. Brock and the team fits Brock because he has a very similar, you know, arm talent right. skill set to Jimmy. Yes. Right. He needs so now, yak threats too. Yeah.
2: Now now here's where we are. Like now Trey has improved, Right. So my first question, and I'm gonna keep, I know I've taken up two minutes already, so I'm gonna keep my two questions real quick. First Easy. one is, what, what should, you said Trey should be ready, right? But what should he do in the training camp for Kyle to be like, cause honestly, like I don't care much about Sam Darnold, I, I, I wish him the best, but I want Trey to succeed. What should he do in the training camp on those first five days for Kyle to be like, yeah, you're, you, you've done everything that we've asked you to, you're gonna get your opportunity this, this, this season
0: i think it's how he plays the position i think when they talk about what they liked about brock it was all about like well he really commanded the huddle he had so much poise they don't really praise anything about how he played i mean they don't praise his skill set they say he needs to improve they just liked his command his maturity his professionalism i think that's all stuff that Trey needs to do command the huddle you know don't take any shit from players tell them to shut up if you need to um no, like you know, get in the hit the ball out of your hands quickly, act like you yeah. know what you're doing. And I think if he can just hit the short throws, get the ball out of his hands quickly, have a higher completion percentage, like complete more than 60% of your throws in camp and have a few big plays, that'll be enough. Because I don't think that's Sam Darnold. I could be wrong. Okay, but I think that's yeah. what they want to see. And again, what we saw, what we saw from Trey early in the in the process this offseason is a guy who is much better at the short throws. Much better. Right.
2: Yeah. And, and by the way, that's, that's exactly what they said about Jimmy, right? That he can't yes. controls the huddle really well and he's a great leader and stuff like that.
0: But yeah, man. He's got him. that great voice and he's like, who cares? Yeah. But yeah, I, I, they care about that, I guess.
2: And uh, my second question, I'm going to s- switch to the second question real quick. What would you do? Because we, we, I saw you speak about Steve Wilkes and the possibility of Vic Fangio. Um, mm. What would you, if you were Steve Wilkes, right? Here's, here's the pressure on you. I, I would imagine there's a lot of pressure on you. One. You're doing, you're going to be in the same shoes as D'Amico was because D'Amico really... the
0: It can't really get yeah. better.
2: So yeah. you can't go like, you're going have sixth best. It has to be the top yeah. three, right? Yeah. With all the... Court. And and D'Amico did that immediately. So he has to do that immediately. And not just that. Now there's this additional pressure where it was like, well, we got you. We could have gotten Wick Fangio. We got you uh, because we believed in you. So now if, he, if the defense falls to fourth or fifth position, it's like, are you doing your job kind of a thing? And, and I want to tie this up with one more comment that you made earlier in the show, where you were like, does, did D'Amico have enough to tell Kyle not to block uh, Hassan Redick with, with Tyler Croft? Would Steve Wilks have it, you as Steve Wilks, would you say that to Kyle, or would you be like, hey, you know what, I've seen a lot of people succeed here. Um, I, maybe this is just the way it is, and maybe this will still get me the number one defense. Like We are at a very weird position with all this pressure on him.
0: I just don't think, I think Kyle feels he's probably doing Steve a favor, man. Like, you know, I just gave you a great job. I'm setting you up to be a head coach in a couple of years. Don't fight me as opposed to Vic Fangio, who, man, he's doing, he would have been doing the 49ers a favor. Now he's doing the dolphins yeah. a favor. I don't yeah. know. And again, like all because you didn't want to change to a four, three, that's like 25% of your snaps anyway. Who cares? Once you're in nickel, it's no different, but okay. All right, Kyle, like whatever. We'll see how it works. I nothing against Steve Wilkes. I'm sure he's really good, but like, dude is the best. The best. Could have happened. Yeah. They're making fun of you yeah. in Miami for it. Aniket, good yeah. stuff, dude. Thank,
2: thank you me. so much, Garrett. I really appreciate right. it.
0: Thank, thank you very much. Take care. Bernie Side Up says, if you play Trey and he stinks, you missed on a pick. At worst, if you play Brock and he falls off a cliff, you look incompetent. Which is worse? Um, the second one. The second one. All right. Ahmed, what's up?
15: Oh. What up, man? My first how you time doing? Here. I'm good. How are you
0: doing? Like your hat.
15: It's my, it's a bonnet. It's got to, have to shower you. You feel what I'm saying?
0: Dude, you're the first person to ever come on the show rocking a bonnet. So real? Yep. But make sure it's blocking that light, though, for sure. There you go. Oh, there you okay. Go. Yeah. There you go. You good, you good, you good, you good. Block it. There you go. Boom, there it is. All right, sweet. Where are you calling from? Um, I'm calling from Connecticut.
15: Uh, I used to live out in um, San Francisco. That's how I became a okay. fan back then. Um. Actually, had a quick question. I'll be quick, you know. I gotta hit the gym soon, so uh, um, me too, dog. <laughs> um, so <laughs> do you think I, I was watching one of your lives a couple uh, a couple months ago? You brought up um, you brought up what's his name, Bryce Young. Is that his name? What, what's his name? Yeah, know, with Carolina. Thinking, no, not um, what's his name, Chase Young? There we go, Chase, Chase Young. Yeah, there we go. Um, do you think they're gonna trade for Chase Young? No. Why not?
0: Chase Young's got a knee that's messed, like mangled. Like, he didn't just tear his ACL. He tore, like, hell of stuff in there. And there's something about the Niners. Like, they're not the team to rehabilitate players like that. Like, if you have a messed up knee, don't go to the Niners. And I, ho- I, w- I hope they figure that out about themselves, too. There's something in the water out here. I don't know if it's the electrical vibrations, but it doesn't work in Santa Clara. So, no, I would say no on Chase Young. I- I- I'm not sure that he's ever going to be much. And like, he met... He got, he RG3'd himself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm only asking
15: because I don't know if I feel that much uh, confident on Drake Jackson. Real quick,
0: isn't it interesting how many edge rushers are still available in the market right now? Like free agent market, guys straight up still available. It's almost like that's the running back of the defense. It's very important, very valuable, but kind of a dime a dozen. Like there are guys you could get right now. Who could probably give you ten sacks this year, right now? Yeah. Available, crazy. Yeah, like
15: I thought yeah. this team was like supposed to like win now. You know what I mean? So it so was like up with Drake. Yeah. Why and, are you? Yeah. Yeah, and the whole thing with him benching three fifteen, like that's not really too like you're a defensive lineman. He looks huge though, but it's like three fifteen. You know like what I'm mean? sure
0: Brandon IU can do that. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure Christian McCaffrey can do that.
15: Exactly. So um, I don't know. Like I feel like they could probably get a little bit more production out of that side, especially like. You got Javon Hargraves. Cool. I'm a fan of that. Um, That D-line looks pretty much set. But um that last spot on the D-line, I think it's the left side. I mean, it's just a little weird to me. Like, you're supposed to win now. I'm thinking maybe, like, you know how they always do
0: that, that one random trade during the half? Might be that. Half. But, again, you, you could just sign a guy. You could just sign a guy. But the thing people don't realize about Drake Jackson, he's 22. He just turned 22. So you're talking about, like, a win now. Yeah, like, that guy might not be ready. He might make his leap next year. And that's what Chris Kassarek said during minicamp. Like, sometimes it's year two. Sometimes it's year three. And Drake's very young and not that strong. So we'll see. We'll see. I don't
15: know. We'll see. I got one more question before I get out of here. Um, You know how they always make that random midseason trade, you know, Christian McCaffrey, Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. their move. Um, Who do you think? Because I know they're going to do it this year. They have a first-round pick in 2024. You know, I don't know if they're going to use that or not.
0: It could depend on an injury. Like last year, Elijah Mitchell was hurt, and Jeff Wilson Jr. was hurt, and they're like, got to have a running back. Let's get the best one we can. So it could be dependent on injuries, or they could look at their right tackle and be like, we're not going to win a Super Bowl with this right tackle. We have a Super Bowl team, but we don't have a Super Bowl right tackle. That's what they sort of decided in 2019, right? Like, we have a Super Bowl team. We're 8-0, but these wide receivers, like, we're not going anywhere with Dante Pettis starting, yes, Marquise so gotta Goodwin starting. We got to imp- improve here, even though we're 7-0. Which is smart. Did so help. he yeah. did help. No doubt. Absolutely. I, I feel like those mid season
15: trades they make are really good. I feel like they know what they're doing when they make them. Uh like you said, they uh figure out where they're at towards mid season. Who they are. Yeah, exactly. What they and need. they make yep. the trade for who they want. Um, so like I don't know, like who do you think like
0: it's kind of hard to guess the future, but like I would like, like a often, a right tackle. A right tackle. It's a very important position. And the Niners yeah, act yeah. like it's you know. Anything, like, it's whatever. Nah. Nah.
15: Okay. All right. You Go had Mike
0: McGlinchey point. and got worse at that spot, but cheaper.
15: Yeah. Nice. Well, the kibitz, I mean, yeah, Come that's on. weird. You I cut I, that you, guy. You could have started him if he was better than him, you know? Thank so. you.
0: If he was so much better than McGlinchey, he should have been playing last year. Ahmed? Is it Ahmed? Or how do you pronounce yeah. Ahmed? Yeah. Okay, cool. Thanks for calling him, man.
15: Good Thank stuff. you, man. I appreciate it. All
0: right, For sure. Later. King Geo says... Funny how Grant praised Miami this whole time. Now they're not an impressive win. Hold on, let's see. Hold on, hold on, hold on. on. Miami Dolphins stats from 2022. Miami Dolphins. Their defense ranked 18th in yards and 24th in points allowed last year. So, yeah, I mean, the Niners defense did a great job against Tua. Jalen Waddle was kind of hurt. But, I mean, Brock Purdy eviscerating that defense. Everyone eviscerated that defense. They fired their defensive coordinator. They just hired big fans, yeah. Funny, King Geo. Funny!
7: Hey, Grant. What's up, Linus? How you doing? Yeah, it's been a while, right? <laughs>
0: it has, it has. What's going on?
7: Yeah, I'm good. I hope you're good. I know it's been almost an hour and a half. I hope I won't be long. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Okay, I just wanted to share some thoughts on the, on the season the outlook and all of that um, quickly, and we wanted to bounce some ideas off you. So, the first one to me is that the way, and I think a lot of people have pointed this out, the timing of the signing of Sam Darnold is very suspect, because it was on the first day. It was on the first day, right? So they didn't even wait. They signed him on the first day. So to me, that tells me that unless we see Lance wow them, I think it's Sam Donald's job to lose. That's just the way I perceive it from the outside looking in. Okay. Um, I hope Trey Lance wows them. I I don't I, personally.
0: I don't see it that way. The way I see it is that the nine. We all knew the Niners needed another quarterback, and that was one of their top needs on offense. And they picked the one they wanted the most, and they didn't wait around, and they got him. Maybe it means that they think he's better than Trey Lance, or maybe it means they think he's better than the other options on the free agent market and they didn't want to miss out. They didn't want to be stuck with freaking Baker Mayfield, who's a joke in the Niners locker room. You know what I mean? Maybe it's that. Maybe it's a combo. Yeah.
7: Yeah. I don't know. I I just it's just the way I read. I
0: just I've seen Sam Darnold play a lot of games. I've seen him practice. I mean,
7: we have all all done it.
0: it. I'm just (laughs) not buying it, man. Like you can with Trey, he needs to improve on his accuracy. Okay. There are coaches for that. With Sam, he needs to improve on his decision-making. Okay. There are some coaches who maybe can simplify that process. Is Kyle one yeah. of them? I don't think so. So we'll have to see. Yeah. I mean, Kyle's quarterbacks are the ones that always have problems with it, with turnovers and interceptions. Yeah. So
7: I don't know. We'll see. It's Monday. They start training camp, right? Am I wrong? Or
0: uh, I don't know when the first practice is, actually. The first oh, practice I might be more like tw- the 26th, I think. I mean, their first practice might be Wednesday.
7: Wednesday, okay.
0: okay. I think it's okay. Wednesday, okay. Okay.
7: yeah. Ah, okay, got it. So that's one thing that I think about this. The other thing that I think, this is where I agree with you. It's a theory you'd ha- you've had all off season, and it's the theory you said about the Niners, a lot of the things they've been doing, especially the sudden praise of Chey Lance. I almost feel like a lot of the things they've been doing is like trying to pressure Brock Blurry to come back. I agree. like that's one theory i think you're actually 100% correct about i agree i think they I want him to come back i don't i think he the way i see it and i'm not a doctor but the way people have been talking about like to me mid mid september would be the t- the time for him to come back that's like two two weeks in right
0: he got a second opinion he went to an independent doctor it feels like you know The Niners are a little in the dark and a little nervous and Mm. Brock's saying the right things. But at the same time, they're trying to put a little implied pressure like, hey, buddy, if you think you can skip a month of this season and we'll just insert you onto the field in week five, you got another thing coming, man, because Trey could be rolling. Sam could be rolling. And all you really are is a guy who was rolling for two months. So if you take a month off and another guy gets hot, well, then who are you? I think that's all implied. So we'll see what happens. He doesn't
7: really have the equity with the team, you know, the way And you hear what
0: Kyle, the way he talks, he's like, man, when these quarterbacks have success, it's because of the team. Yeah. You know, it's because of what's around them. So I think he really feels like Brock had success. Great. Trey would have. Sam will too. Doesn't make you special, Brock. Don't think that makes you special, Brock. It's us, not you. Again, you're not the hero on this team. The hero on this team is the play caller, the tight end, the left tackle, the the, the fullback, the running back, the wide receiver, the D end. Everyone but you. Don't mess it up. Yeah, that is which is really rich when Kyle Youchek and George Kittle get questions about the quarterback from national
7: uh, writers, and they're like, "Why
0: do we always have to talk about the quarterback, dude? You never have talked about quarterback on your team. It's the only team in the NFL that is not quarterback centric."
7: Exactly. You know, the funny thing is, the Niners are the only team that I have noticed, from what I have seen, where the other guys get to be stars that's what I'm talking about Julio, Yeah, even Julio they Jones. love he it they
0: love it and that's <laughs> it. from Kyle to Trent to Debo to all of them they all love it and I think that's the problem with this team that's why the quarterback yeah. will never be the hero he'll always be the scapegoat Giannis I gotta take my call
7: okay no He's problem thank you for- sorry man no also- stuff.
0: oh we're good alright man Um, in- Ink Talk TV says can we stop talking about Purdy like he is healthy I never heard an injured player get talked about so much like the team is like the team is will tank without him yeah I mean like we don't even know that he's going to make a full recovery in time for the uh, season to start. So maybe we should just take it one day at a time. TC, TC, you ready? You ready? Yes, sir. What's up, Grant? What's up, TC? How you doing?
11: What's up, bro? I ain't called in, in a long time, brother. Good to see you, man. What are, you ta- what are we What's talking there? about today? I, uh, you going to be at camp on uh, Wednesday, 26? Yeah, I'm going to be at camp every day. you going to be there? Yep, yep. I'm going to be there. One of the I first days like, and I think I'm going to yeah. August too. So I'll okay. meet you up there. But um yeah. hey, look, I agree with all other callers. Hey, this is it for Shanahan, bro. Seriously. he gonna have to figure it out. This is like his last leg. Kyle, he ain't developing nobody. Brock came in already. Whatever development Brock had, he developed on his own. Trey Lance had to dip out, go to Jeff Christensen. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 He's so, gonna take credit for his hey,
0: success, but like, yeah, you're on, you're right.
11: Yeah. Period. That's I'm not I'm, not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm. I'm right. not giving Shannon a pass. You know how I feel about Shannon. You see me in the chat all the time, bro. When I'm tapping in with everybody, I'm just. Yeah. I'm. Uh, bro. I'm not. I'm not giving that dude no more passes. And just like the last caller said, we're the only team that all the other players are on the team, other than the most important position. And then this fan base want to uh, crown this guy, crown Lynch, and grab the franchise like we're doing something special. No, we're not, bro. We like ain't got the, like the, the most
0: the important position. I feel like the whole organization is trying to make a point that quarterback is overrated and it doesn't. It's like no, it's not. It's more important than ever, every year. And then I'm just like, not us, man. We're the team that runs the ball and beats you up and plays physical in 1975
11: football. Like, nah, dude, you're not gonna win a Super Bowl like that. You're not. No, bro, that's I'm close. It's sad. It sad. Yeah. So I mean, that's really that. That's all I got, man. I got. I think. I think Trey finna. Well, I know Trey finna grab the ball by the horns, man, and he finna push everybody against it. I'm telling you. And he gonna make it to where. Kyle has to make a decision. And if he don't run.
8: TC.
0: TC. All right, man. TC, I got to let you go. You froze. It was good to see you, man. I just feel like with Trey, I can't prove it. But I think handing him the, the team last year probably didn't bring out the best in him. I can't prove it. But I think what's happened the last 12 months, it wasn't the plan. But now I think you're seeing a very mature, grown-up, focused, determined version of Trey. I don't think he's got any distractions this year. I don't think we're seeing any videos of him at parties. Um, I know Debo can do that. Corners can do that. Tight ends can do that. You can't do that. You're the quarterback. It's hard enough to be a franchise quarterback, even if you are singularly focused on that one thing your whole life. If you're not singularly focused, I don't know that you can do it. And, again, you're competing with Brock, who is not partying like that. At least there's no evidence of that. He's married. You're single. So I think this is the best version of Trey. I think he's locked in. And I'm not betting against him. The stride of buys is clearly driving. I see you, Betty. Uh, we'll get you in a little bit when you pull over. I'll get you next. Once you pull over, I got you. I'm going to get um, A. Donato right now.
16: Hey, Grant, can you
0: hear me? How you doing? Yeah, you got Good, some man. pretty bad uh, service, though, I'm just going to say.
16: <laughs> yeah, you're not Sorry. You're getting. Sorry. you a little close. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Here, see if you can, can you go inside. Right I'm going right right to you, you're, you're, I'm gonna come back to you. because you're. I'm going to come back to you because that was – I think you can get some better service. I believe in you, A. Hey, Donato.
13: Yeah. Shit, I believe in you.
17: <laughs> but, no, so, look, I got one thing to speak on, just one, and it's the whole Brock Purdy thing, like – I think I think we are, we really are putting into enough thought that he really might not play this year. I play I played football up to college. I got two cousins in the NFL. I got two uh, family friends in the NFL. So like I've seen injuries and everything. And then also I understand like how it has stripped your confidence from you. Yeah. So like they're not they're not understanding. He had a grade three tear, that's a complete tear in his elbow, his throwing elbow. He already he already didn't have Crazy arm strength, you get me. So like, coming back and you like, oh, can I make this throw? Can I make this throw? Can I do this? Can I do that? Like, they're they're not really putting into uh into thought like how that how that goes. The, the mental. All aspect. All of a
0: sudden, he's going to be thinking when last year he was reacting. Yeah,
17: right? no. And then also, like, I'm looking at the schedule, bro. The first six weeks, we play against good pass rush teams. Like, in in order That's to awesome. in order to. Put somebody out that's not even 100% healthy and then think that they're going to go out there, perform with Confident. thinking in the back of their mind, can you do this? And then you got to also think uh, in the back of your mind, like, okay, I got Aaron Donald coming straight down the line, straight down He's the line. The, the other thing that really hurts him is, and a lot of people aren't talking about this a lot too, is he had no offseason to go and fine tune what, what he struggled with. In. For instance, right. like everybody uh, highlights that he likes to roll right out left. to the left. Which all you have to do to negate that put your best, uh, your best edge rusher on that side and just follow him to the right, which he struggles mm-hmm. to throw from. And I yeah. mean, it throws off a lot of his game, so he didn't even have a le- enough time to go and, and train that's coming him.
0: for Brock. That's coming yeah. for Brock,
17: yes. So, I mean, I personally, I don't see the GMs, I don't see people in the front office wanting to sit there and go and put him out in the line of fire. I'm not talking about the front office, I'm not talking about the coach, but yeah, I don't yeah. think I don't think them. Thinking that he's a franchise quarterback, will want to put him in that type of line of fire with all that pressure that they're going to have with the front line, the injury, blah, 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 and knowing how the media is going to massacre him if he doesn't go out there and perform. So I I think Trey's probably going to end up being our starter, personally. I
0: think so, too. I, I I think they don't want to anoint him. They don't want to put pressure on him. They want him to earn the job, unlike last year. But it's gonna be him week one. Put, throwing Brock Purdy out there week one with no offseason to prepare is like a bad reason for a million reasons. And I, I and think, I mean, like you said, like the average fan doesn't quite fathom how difficult this is gonna be and how maybe uncertain Brock is gonna feel.
17: I, I also don't think the average fan understands that if that run game and that defense doesn't show up in those first few weeks when he's at quarterback. And not having a great arm. I mean, you don't have to have the biggest arm, but not having an arm to where you could throw a 15-yard out, you could throw a 20-yard out, cor- uh, 20, 20 yard corner uh, breaking out on yeah. time. Like, it, it really or you can fit that, that ball
0: into back. really tight windows. Yeah, like, it really
17: yeah. holds that offense back, and that's part of the reason why they got Trey Lance, because if you could get somebody with a strong arm like that, that could touch all, all facets to the field, it's kind of hard to defend that with a run
0: game. Stretch the defense. Yeah, so the I the same concept of, in 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 basketball. Like you need to stretch the defense, you need three-point shooting. The Niners like only score within eight feet of the freaking basket. It's the whole I mean, thing.
17: It's so hard. Have you have you broke down the all 22 Yes. It's it's kind of scary. <laughs> it's kind of scary seeing where where all we don't throw it. Yeah. It's it's it looks just like Jimmy, to be honest, but like it's really I always scary.
0: say like the Niners play football on, like a tennis court. Like they just don't use mm-hmm. the full field. You know what I'm saying? It's like once teams are really locked in, like you have a good defensive coordinator who knows what you're trying to do, and you have some talent, like, man, they can shut down that tennis court. This is not enough grass that you're threatening. I
17: mean, that's what happened with Dallas. All they were doing was covering one, Robert, making sure somebody was sitting on the inside of the, um or in the middle of the field. They had somebody hovering over the top. And he, he threw, he threw I think, almost four picks that game, too. Because you can't. And, and you what can't, they
0: did, uh, Seattle did the same thing the week before, but they just didn't yeah. have the talent to really pull it off of four quarters. Dallas did. well,
17: and, and on top of that, um, they didn't. The offense wasn't rolling enough. I think one of the issues we're gonna face this year, if he is at quarterback, is if we don't get a lead, if we have to play from behind, he's gonna have to play out a shotgun and he struggled out a shotgun a lot last year. Yeah. So I mean
0: he's much more effective under center than even Jimmy. Yeah, because he he definitely he can roll out left and right. Although you're right, man, why does he why is he more effective rolling left and right? What is that? I mean, it could be it could be uh,
17: anything like if if he's he's right arm, right? Yep. So you get your whole entire body into the throw and you're rolling to the left. But when you're throwing, when you're rolling from the right, you don't get He's your whole run. So I mean, run.
0: That's a good point. He can set. He roll left, set his feet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But on the right, you can't stop, really. Yeah. A good point. Uh, and, and you know way too much about too, football, man. You said what? You know way too much about football. It's like you got uh, two I played, cousins I played in the NFL. The position.
17: I, I mean, yeah. I didn't get as far as he did. I went to college, but I didn't get as far as he did. But I played the position. I, I okay. think the last thing that a lot of people don't take into account, too, is um, and you'll see it a lot with Trey. Is it's a rhythm based position, mm-hmm. so if you could get on a rhythm. Like, my yeah. best case for it is if you go and you, you go back to Deshaun Watson's rookie year and you watch from week one to up until he got hurt in practice, and you'll see how much he was getting his rhythm and how you know how much more advanced yeah. in the offense he was getting. It's That's just because he could play week
0: week out without getting hurt, like Brock did, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. whoever if Trey can whoever
17: ever get a chance of to get in rhythm,
0: yeah. yeah.
17: I feel you, but yeah, that's that's all I really had, brother. Where are you from? I'm from the Bay.
0: Where I'm from the Bay, <laughs>
17: <laughs> <I'll go in. laughs>
0: Oakland. I'm from Oakland. Where'd you go to high school?
17: Oh shoot, I bounced around. I went to um, okay. I went to Savannah out in um, LA, and then I went and right. transferred out to uh, Cedar Park. I played against Baker his senior year, okay. or his junior year, okay. my senior year. When, so,
0: when did yeah. you leave Oakland? When
17: school, I North left school? in 08. oh eight. Oh eight. Mm. Mm-hmm. How old are you? So I'm 30. I just hit 30.
0: Okay, all right, all right. All right. So <laughs> we, we, we didn't grow up together. All right, man. Well, good to meet you, man. Good stuff. You love yeah. it. Yeah. Appreciate right. it. Take care. All right, Donato. All right,
16: that's Grant. a little bit better. Can you hear me better? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah all right, man. Better. Hey, right. Well, good. Sorry about all that. Yeah, bye. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, yeah, no, first of all, from Michigan here. So not really from the Bay. So um, no, I've been watching the Niners for since John Lynch kind of took over. I've been a Lynch fan, he um, was a player. So that's kind of my reason sure. for joining in. So I've been watching you for a while. So thank you for all your content. And I really appreciate you and your dad for doing your thing. I really enjoy that. Thank so you. thank you guys for I read his book mm-hmm. and all that checked it out at the library. Nice. So I really enjoyed it yeah it was good so um no i appreciate it so yeah i'm not too far from Ann arbor and detroit so i kind of you know go in between so i've been i've watched a lot of jake moody um he's actually i'm actually from mm-hmm. his local i've seen him kick in high school you so, dearborn
2: um,
16: no i i live in like northville Um oh, okay, okay okay i know well sala from dearborn That's yep, uh, yeah 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 yep, yep. Yep. no i know i know where that is i actually went to school down there at u of m dearborn so uh no i'm quite yeah. familiar with it but uh yeah no um i just you know i just wanted to say i guess <laughs> the one thing that I guess with the Niners that frustrates me the most is, you know, kind of they think they've done it they haven't. Um right. I just think back to that game against D- D- Detroit week 1, um oh. when Trey Lance that first touchdown to Sherfield, that little play action just and back against the Rams in the NFC Championship a few years ago. Just that little bit of deception I feel like has been missing in the offense and you know Shanahan, you know, very creative all this and that. At the same time, it, it you need a little bit of Deception and a little bit of risk taking, you know what I mean? So I feel like just being, you know, we know how conservative they get. We know Devo doesn't get the ball in the fourth quarter, this, this and this. It's just, they need to just, just go for it. You know what I mean? They just don't be hesitant. Like I, why did, why didn't we see Trey in that, in that game against the Rams at the end there? You know, why didn't, why didn't we It was fourth and one? fourth and one we could have just in one right. yard or it was just something right just a little bit of something
0: and like you were it, doing it, that early in the season it worked <laughs> it
16: he
1: worked. starts the game it, for it was you. working he yeah. wins you bring yeah. back
0: jimmy who's hurt and now it's like oh we can't do that anymore it's like why don't you have some conviction in something you want to freaking do this year
16: yes that's what Thank i'm saying you. so this year take, take take all the stuff they've learned six years right it's been six years since lynch and Sch- been whatever how long? What, what, it's been a long yes, time you're seven. so yeah, yeah, yeah. so i mean so it's been a long time so so buckle up take what you've learned Know what you do. like. Remember those games when you get in the moments. Like, oh man, what did we do here? That went so dial it up. That's what that's what we're here. You know, that's what we're here to remind them of. I guess. Use all
0: your quarterbacks. Use. You I don't care, use a two yeah. quarterback system in twenty twenty one. Use a know. three quarterback system this year. Figure it out, Kyle. You're a genius.
16: That's what I'm saying. You're the this, smartest this person in the room. <sighs> I mean, you know, yeah, right, exactly. So they got they got to figure it out. They got to they, in a little bit more depth, I think, especially on the D line the the edge position is D line defensive edge. I I just don't because when they had Buckner, Armstead, you know, and uh, you know, Bosa on you know, the rookie and the and D Ford, they just need one more guy that's a little bit. You know something because they need, or they need somebody else that's going to come in and just be unknown and just take over because that's kind of what Bosa yeah. was. Everybody knew he was a good player, but he, man, he just you know, when he that rookie year, it's an
0: impact, just, yeah, for sure.
16: So that's yeah. what I'm saying. They were overloading people on that. Now they didn't no. know who, who we, but that's we why they started off eight no that year
0: because of their deep, no. not because of their Shots offense,
16: me. yeah, uh, yeah. The offense yeah. was clicking, they had some big runs and all that, but it, like Burita and that, but like but they at didn't the same really
0: time. start clicking until they got Sanders at the trade deadline. That's how the Niners right. are right. Their yeah. offense starts clicking mid October. The defense is what can carry them early in the year. Correct. Yep. Yeah.
16: Yep. And as we said, you know, it's very much an offensive too. coach and we got the yeah. defensive team. So you know what I mean? So anyway, I just wanted yeah, to just I just wanted to say, you know, they got it they just got to learn from what take what they learned and like when they go into Philly this year don't be surprised like I feel like you know like with all this like yeah. oh we felt we felt you know we felt hassled we felt you know like just you, uh, no just no you're getting dropped into a war zone you know understand well, if you that, think like,
0: about <laughs> it last year they didn't have any didn't have many road games like they would go on the road no, they of a really a short light. trip or, or, or the people in this fans were minor fans on the road like that's a road game and this year they're going to have a lot of actual road games. Denard, you got to go. I see it. I see it. I got
16: no, you. no. One second. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm going to be at the okay. Cleveland game. I think I'll see you there. You okay. know, yeah, my dad's bugging me. All right, man. No, and then uh, yeah, I want to go to the Pittsburgh game, but yeah, yeah. So I can, you know, it's an easy drive for me. But yeah, so that's what I mean. They got some road games. Hopefully, they can because they, yeah, that's going to make you early on too. That's going to. They were battle tested on the road so.
0: games in 2021. They had a bunch of them, and it served yeah. them well. Yeah, you
16: know, they didn't even leave the West Coast last year. I know what I mean. I know what you mean. So let's we'll, we'll see what they can do. And, you know, I, hey, best of luck to you this year for covering the team. And really, thank you for your uh, coverage and all, you know, everybody out there. So thank you guys. Thank you, I appreciate it. So, um, yeah. All right. We'll talk to you soon and uh, have a good, safe travels this year when you uh, hit the road. So,
0: all right. Thank you. Have a good one. Take care. All right. Jaden?
5: Jaden? Yes, sir. Okay. So, Jaden, uh, how you doing, so baby? And then Marcus. So, so I'm, I'm, the Ravens, they just signed uh, Kyle Van Noy and Melvin Gordon. Uh, I think they're, I think they're trying to be a win now, like the Niners were a couple years ago.
0: Ravens are usually and, a pretty
5: good team. Mhm, mhm. Um, I think the main reason why the Niners aren't a win team right now is because the quarterback injuries, obviously, that they had last year. Um, but that's. That leads into what I really want to talk about. Who's going to be the center for this damn team? Is it Jake Brendel? Or who is it I going like to be? I this question. I Thank like you. this
0: question. Okay, who the hell so is Jake center? Brendel played very well last year.
5: But mm-hmm. Jake
0: Brendel is like 290 pounds. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's a little small. He's good at the outside zone blocking. But you couldn't bully him straight up. Uh you can bully him. And if you look yeah. at what Philly and Dallas did, maybe the two biggest competitors in the Niners in the NFC, they got yeah. huge D tackles this year. Oh, big Jalen Carter, Mazzy Smith, big, big dudes, guys mm-hmm. who can sort of collapse the pocket where the Niners oh. are sort of light. And so what they the Niners did was they signed Feliciano, who's like 325 mm. pounds. So if Brendel starts getting pushed around a little bit, which could happen. They got Feliciano, yeah. who started 17 mm. games in center last year. So mm. I wouldn't be surprised if – I mean, Brendel's spot is not locked in. I'm putting it that way. It's not locked
5: okay. in. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then this kind of ties into – you said big boys, right? Uh, big boys. On our D-line, all our all our other fans are talking about how we need a new defensive end opposite of Bosa, right? What about Unique Ngakwe? When he played for the Raiders, he had like 10 sacks that year. I'm saying uh, there are I mean, so many big, edge man. rushers who
0: are still available. I get the feeling that these, um, maybe these vet edge rushers don't want to go to camp, and maybe they'll mm. get signed sort of after training camp. But yeah, eventually, I think the Niners need to take a good look at Drake, see well, him in the preseason, see him something. in practice, and then make a decision.
5: I know you know this. When does free agency like? When does that end? Like when can you not sign free agents no more? Oh,
0: you can sign free agents all throughout the year, baby.
5: Oh, all really? All throughout okay. the year? And, yeah. That. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, guys on the street. So yep, yep, yep. They could, you know, that midseason trade instead of midseason trade, midseason pickup, pickup. Unique no Ngakwe.
0: Although it's I don't mid-season. know that Unique Ngakwe is going to be chilling week seven, but
5: yeah, yeah, that's a guy. Yeah, yeah. He's, if they get him, that
0: changes their team big time for sure.
5: Because mm-hmm. I, I, my brother, he's a Raiders fan, and so like when I'm down at home, I'm always watching Raiders fan. And when he was on the Raiders, he was actually. Doing really well with Matt yeah. and Crosby and then Unique and Gakway. That was a that was a crazy duo. And yeah, Nick Rosa, Unique and Gakwe. That would be insane. Yep. Um, and then we got the... brave right in the middle. Yeah. true
0: troop, so. troop. 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 Yes, All right, man. Well, I'm gonna put in a good word uh, with the Niners to tell them to get Unique and Gakway for <laughs> me. Let's see what I can do. Oh, sorry about that, Jaden. Sorry about yes, that. Sir. Good to see you, man. Take you care. Do. Have a good day, man. You too, Marcus. What sorry do you... To you wait, man? What it do, man? What it don't done? do? I just got the you beautiful know.
9: Fresno, California, hot, beautiful.
0: Oh, California. I love Fresno. Yes. I've never
9: been to Fresno. Um. Anyways, hopefully you're having a good day. Right. Thanks for having me on. Uh, I'm having a great
11: day.
0: Yeah,
9: I yeah. I'm I'm kind of at an impasse as a Niners fan. This is uh obviously faithful, but um I I must say this is the first year that i really haven't been super excited to for the season to start in a while in years probably probably since 2019 maybe why do you feel like you know where this one's going yeah yeah well it's same weird. story different day same, exactly same story different yeah. day we can win uh as you know with the quarterback whatever yeah. quarterback you know what i mean yeah um and, and it's weird because i i do think we probably have one of the best rosters that we've had going into a season and I
18: you know
9: I don't know if 2019 was a better roster than this roster I feel like we have one or two possible pro, all pros at each level of the team uh, when you think about it and I think that's because of the quarterback situation which I'm I am pretty tired of hearing about yeah. To be honest with you, I'm right. That's Honestly, one of the reasons right? I'm ready for the season to start. Honestly. I want to know who's who the starter is. So, yeah, but can we
0: talk about something else, please? Yeah. Yes. But at I, least, like,
9: no. I, I got a couple. I got two of my questions stolen. I only got one question for you and I'll bounce out and hopefully you enjoy the rest of your Saturday. But if you were given a hundred percent, you know, of the possibility and you had to break it up uh, between the three, you know, possible starting quarterbacks, what percentage would you give each person?
11: Week one, yes.
0: Week one, okay. I feel like it's. Uh, let me do my math real quick. Like forty percent Trey, thirty-five percent Brock, twenty-five percent Sam. Is that is that the right math? No, close enough. No. Wow, close so you enough. got I think that's pretty, right. Pretty, I think. Yeah, I don't think they know I don't think Kyle knows what he's going to do. I think Kyle's completely open-minded. I think uh they would like Brock to start week 1, but I'm not sure that's going to happen. Yeah, I'm not sure he's going to be back in time as the previous caller talked about. So if it in that case, I would give the I would say that Trey has a significantly better chance to start week 1 than Sam Darnold.
9: Yeah, I don't see how Sam yeah. Darnold week 1 given that this is his first year. Well,
0: I mean, the, the, the only Niners get quarterbacks hurt every day. Practice, preseason, meetings. <laughs> That's true. locker room. So you never know.
9: Yeah, I think that's
0: what the season will come down to it will be health. Yeah, just like every the Niners are consistently one of the top 10 most injured teams in the league and they're like. Sorry. Yeah. And oh we well.
9: have promote the what the least rest this year. And we oh, probably, yeah, what
0: could go wrong? What could go wrong? Marcus stay fun. tuned yeah, for season seven of the <laughs> Kyle Shanahan show. It's just like the other seasons. Yeah, It literally has the same ending every season. Yeah, it's fun.
9: But All I right. am. T- what Wilkes brings to the defense, especially the the uh, the cornerbacks and the free safeties. So
0: I'm I'm intrigued too. I want to see what Javon Javon harger brings to the defense. That's the oh, game. Beast mode, oh, baby. Beast mode. Good to see, you, man. Have good going. All right, man. Take care. Rod, the people's champ. What's going on, bro? You're the last call of the day, man.
18: Okay, well, I won't you. make it long. Good to see you too. Like that haircut, too, bro.
0: Thanks, man. <laughs> Appreciate it. Look,
18: man. Um, I was watching Kruger and Nails the other day. And so the narrative is starting to change now because of, uh, Patrick Mahomes quarterback coach
0: on the offseason. Good point. Good point. It's almost like Kyle never did anything publicly to back Trey Lance. So a lot of people took shots, but now that Patrick Mahomes has kind of put his arms around him and his coach and said, he's worthwhile. Everyone's like, okay, maybe we should reevaluate things. Even the Niners, Man, even his teammates. It. It's weird. I've never seen it. And what is your take
18: on the comment?
0: Well, perception is everything. Perception is everything. So the Niners don't really back Trey publicly. And what are people supposed to think? People right. are going to think, well, Trey sucks. And they think it. But all of a sudden, Patrick Mahomes says, work with me. And his coach says, work with me. And says, I can fix you. I can break you down. And there's people who've been there and be like, man, Trey looks like a whole different guy. Now the perception is he's got the best quarterback in the world co-signing him. It's a good thing. Yeah. You don't have the best coach in the world co-signing you, but the best quarterback in the world co-signing you. And maybe that even carries weight with Kyle. Maybe Kyle looks at you differently, like, oh snap. Maybe it seems like it. It seems like it. Which is funny that it had to take that had to come to this.
18: Well, Grant, I think you and I both agreed a while back, man. We know that these guys watch the show. So it's just fun, it's amazing to me. You even made the comment yourself how this got to be the most scrutinized quarterback in football history, man. Especially the type of respect that he's gotten being a top three overall pick. I've never seen And I think the players
0: before. need to know that the, the, the narratives about these quarterbacks, the players need to know that there's a perception that half the locker room doesn't want to try to play. They got to know that we've been talking about this for years.
18: Yeah. What do you think that is, man? I mean, is, is there anything other than just the, 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 the wobble in his throws or just the lack of playing? I mean, he's before, very
0: young. He's very young, and these players all have opinions that they don't necessarily, that are above their pay grade. And I think they're saying we just want a quarterback who's ready to go. Like, use checks like, I'm 33 years old. I want to do it now. I think that's kind of the attitude of the vets. They're not willing to wait around. And maybe that's fair. Maybe that's fair. But at the same time, are you really sure? Like, Trey Trey could be ready right now. You don't know. He hasn't really been given a chance.
18: And how much credit is he going to – I mean, just uh, – I got to you, – you do such a good job of going in Kyle Shanahan's head, but the thing that you have to ask yourself is, okay, well, now if Trey Lance is ready and if he does go out and show that he's the guy, then who's going to – you have to think Patrick Mahomes quarterback coach is going to get more credit than you because you haven't shown the ability to develop quarterbacks yet. Mm-mm. It's like Mm-mm. you said, you play music no. chairs because your quarterbacks get hurt every year. And that's not me trying to play Grant Cohn and, and criticize Kyle, but it's just, I mean, like I say all the time, man, you have to look at it. You're, you're, not, you're not just giving an opinion. You're, you're stating facts. And the fact is, is, you know, this guy had Brian Hoyer. He's had Nick Mullins. He's had C.J. Beathard. It's like how many opportunities does one coach get?
0: Kyle gets a lot, and I feel like he's had more than most coaches would get, and it's time for him to show That he can do something at this position.
18: So this is Super Bowl of buzz year then, correct?
0: I I think so. I think so.
18: I appreciate your time, Grant. Have a good
0: one, bro. Good to see you, man. Two-hour show. Thanks for watching, everyone. I really appreciate you guys calling in, watching. Training camp starts this week. We're back. We're back, baby. Let's do this. Are the Niners going to win a Super Bowl this year? I don't think so. I'd like them to. It would be fun. I feel like it would be good for business if they were champions. I I enjoy critiquing them and reminding them that they haven't accomplished anything yet, but I think it would be better for business in general for them to actually get over the hump. So I'm rooting for them. I'm also prepared for them to fall short. See what happens. Thanks for watching. I'll be back when you least expect
8: it.